Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. All right. We're good. Oh, no. It's recording. I, I got to... I'm a piece of cues and be a good little soldier. Does it, uh, <laughs> does it come up and tell you when I hit Yeah, record? yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, most of these actually do. Oh. Like, uh, I use uh, Microsoft Teams at work all the time. So oh, yeah. A little message pops up saying recording. So it's fine. <laughs> well, look, uh, I've never used Teams. Is that, um, is that their replacement for Skype or something? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, a lot of uh, businesses use it now. Okay. Uh, I notice a lot of the companies we've worked with have switched over to it as well because it's it's so it's it's easier to use compared to Skype. Uh, uh, they they've done so many other things to it to make it better, but it does. We notice it does use up a lot of resources. So yeah, no shit, yeah. right? That uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so this whole uh Skype thing, I did. Um, you know, Skype's been around forever, right? Yeah, and had a lot of features on it that I had no clue on because I probably used it twice in the last five years. Yeah. Once was with um, my daughter who lived in, uh, well, at the time she was in the Air Force, she lived in uh, or, uh, Mississippi, and um, and so we called her on that uh, from our laptop. You know, she has an mm-hmm. iPhone. All my kids are. Some of my kids have iPhones. My wife has iPhone. So they were like, well, let's do FaceTime. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I want to record this. Uh, this is a family thing we were doing. So yeah. I was like, let's do Skype and I can record it. So that time and then uh, just about a few months ago, I did a podcast with somebody that uh, when I was using Discord yeah, and they couldn't get Discord to work real well. It yeah. was kind of laggy. So yeah. we went to Skype and it worked great. Well, then uh, when I did the podcast with uh, Def Rowe, the Australian that lives in Japan, he, uh, I was telling him the same thing. And he was like, because I said, I'm, I'm always open to suggestions on how to mm-hmm. do this better. He said, have you tried using Zoom? And I said, no. So, um, so as we're talking, I told him about that same thing I just told you where I, yeah. you know, I use Skype with somebody. He goes, oh, yeah, Skype's a thing. Uh, he goes, uh there's a video from college humor. Um, I guess the college humor page uh, or a YouTube channel. And wow, so I, I went and watched it. After. I haven't heard college humor in a, bit, in a minute, <laughs> dude, I never heard of their channel until he told me about that. So I went and watched the uh, video about Skype that they did. <laughs> it was, oh my God. It was hilarious. It was yeah, really well done. Yeah. yeah. They have, they have a lot of great stuff on there. I need to watch that one. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, yeah it's, it been a, it's been a couple of years since I watched college. <laughs> but yeah, they have some good stuff on that channel. It was like Skype's had all these things for all these years, you know, all mm. the same features like Zoom, whatever. Um, what the fuck is Zoom? Like, <laughs> what, what, you know, <laughs> and there, there's there's just so just like technology, man. I, I work I'm, I work in a, I'm a web designer. I manage a team. OK, I kind of I kind of wish. Uh, I I was still in print design mm. because it, only the software changes, but the print never changes. Right. So, but so every year for me, it's just like I got to learn all the new stuff that's coming out. 
I got to come up with the what software we should switch to, but we're not switching. But you know, there's so much going on in the digital world. No there's shit. and there's so many of these types of so- pieces of software to record meetings with. And you know, yeah, we use my family. We use Skype uh, okay. to communicate during, especially during holidays and birthdays with family from in the Philippines. Oh, okay. So, you know, so yeah, and it, it works great over there. You don't yeah. have to do that. it's Skype and uh, the Google one that they came up with a couple Duo. years ago. Yeah, yeah, we use yeah. that. One. That's so, how I. Um, yeah, so like I said, my uh, some of my kids have like uh, you know the iPhones or whatever, and then me and some uh, a couple of my sons have the uh, Samsung phones, and um, so to do a FaceTime, you know, a video call, we'll we'll use the Google Duo. Yeah, and a handful of friends, if we video call, it's through that, and uh, I like that; it works well, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, Google had better work well. <laughs> they kind of have now. They kind of have like half the money in the world, so yeah, <laughs> it will work well. It's so crazy, dude. I know. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you where. Uh, so you're originally from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in the Philippines till I was about 11 years old. No and, shit. Uh, yeah, um, my dad moved here first to Cal in California. Yeah, and uh, so the plan was to get the rest of the family over there. I have three sisters, my mom, uh, I'm one of the middle kids and, uh, middle so, child, baby. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> and, and only boy. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yes. Fucking angst, baby. Teenage <laughs> angst. <laughs> and who got spoiled out of most out of everybody? The boy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, then I turned into a little teenager and got big and strong and said, Hey, Mark, you can lift stuff come here right <laughs> so yeah so i ended up moving my dad moved up first and i came next uh then after that after a year or so my mom came and finally after a few years we finally got our citizenship and all that oh yeah but yeah but yeah i was i i ended up becoming a big strong kid and uh so i worked in with my dad he didn't he lived with my aunt and his or and her husband and my uncle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was trying to find a gig. So most, uh, so, cause he's a very, very educated man. Like Your dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a really, really smart guy. I hate how smart he is and how dumb <laughs> I, and, and how dumb I am. <laughs> like I got, I got his creative side with art and construction and woodworking, all the hands-on things I got, yeah. but it's just the, the memory retention for like sitting there to figure out a math problem that didn't, that didn't follow. So <laughs> like, luckily I got the creativity and enough of it to make a living out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a hard time getting a job uh, doing that. He wanted to teach again, but you know, you'd have to go, even though you graduate college and from another country, you still have to go to school yep. when you visit another country. He didn't have time for that. So, right. you know, he just picked up some uh, handyman jobs and got really, he just read books yeah. In like a week and figured out how to do all that. And I picked some, a lot of that stuff from him as well. I feel like there, uh, there needs to be uh, a change with that where, um, you know, in this country where you have, you know, there needs to be a, an aptitude test mm-hmm. that you can take when you come from another country. Uh, and it's the same thing for the military. Mm-hmm. When we're in the, uh, in the military, if you do a certain job in the military and you get out, you, at that, training and that all of that shit all that experience does not transfer over you still have to go to school to get you know through all the formality uh to do it so 
Um, there, there needs to be like what you're talking about where your dad came over, he had all this training and education. There should be an aptitude test, uh, say, Hey, this is what level you're at. Okay. You can start here instead of at the fucking bottom. Yeah. Uh, for the education system, it's, uh, it's really archaic and hasn't kept up with the times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, if he, if they, if they had that for him, man, he would, he would have been a professor in college Mm -hmm. easily, easily. He's that smart and it makes me sick. Well, what's bad about it is too, uh, not just for the person, uh, you know, having to start over, but also for people that could learn from him. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we stand on the, you know, that quote, the, we stand on the shoulders of giants, you know, Mm -hmm. like we we're always, nobody really has original ideas. Very few, (laughs) very few. (laughs) We're, we're, we're building on what we've learned and what we've, you know, uh, gathered from all of our experiences in life and history, uh, to, to, better that one thing or whatever we go into. So um, there needs to be a system, you know, the system needs to change to accommodate that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. definitely. Because there are a lot of intelligent people from other countries that move to another country and have to do that, actually do that. Start over again. Man, just give them the the last three finals you gave to somebody and see where he's, where that person decides, you know, starts lagging, then start them off there. Right. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's rough, man. That's why I dropped out of college because I couldn't figure anything out. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. I'm a smart man when it, with like three things, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. I watched some of your YouTube videos. You seem pretty smart to me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I BS my way through so many <laughs> That's why. Cheers to that. <laughs> his, his, history. It was just trying, it, that was easy because I like stories. Well, certain yeah. stories. Right. Um, so I was just hoping and praying every single one, all the questions <laughs> would be about the Renaissance period, about medieval, the medieval period. And they're like, oh, that's the fun stuff for me. Yeah. And uh, in English class, it's like, okay, I can make up a story and BS my way through this real quick. For real, bro. Yeah. And then math, it's like, I'm out. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, you, can't, you can't BS your way through math. There is no gray area. No. So I hate math. It's finite. There's uh this equals this. That's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so unless you go into quantum stuff, what do they yeah. talk about? It's like uh nothing is real and nothing <laughs> makes sense. What we're in a simulation and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, storytelling is definitely my thing. Yeah. Uh like I'm gonna say it right now before I forget that I might ramble because Dude, whatever I, well podcast so this might be a good thing then yeah i might ramble because i when somebody asked me hey what'd you do when they, you were this old i'm like all right back in 1973 <laughs> this is i was born into this man and was, uh, oh and, yeah, yeah I, I go way into detail and i I've, I've been doing my best not to like go down that road with you know a lot of people no so, that's cool, the first man. podcast so well i'm gonna tell you we'll right now out. i'm the same way uh and i have a long history as well i'm old okay so uh, you know, I was born in 70 and, um, so I, y- you're totally okay to ramble about your history, your experiences. Uh, so what we, you know, what I try to do on here is, uh, obviously, uh, promote the guest and your, what, what, you know, if you have an, uh, Instagram or a YouTube, whatever, promote that. Um, but, you know, I want to find out your background, um, pretty much, uh, 
what led you into where you're at now, which is, you know, airsoft. And obviously you like it enough to um, start a YouTube channel and post on Instagram. So that is, uh, you know, that's, that's where we'll end up all the uh, before, you know, the introduction and all the middle stuff. Okay. Uh, That's just, free realm bro like free realm it's okay (laughs) trust me man i was sitting this weekend like rehearsing for this i'm like "Ah, all right just take a shot and see what happens so let's do this oh yeah (laughs) well you know i was uh yeah i i still get a little nerve you know some butterflies before i start a podcast um especially when i don't know a whole lot about that person like if i haven't had them on before um so it's, uh, and I think the other thing too is honestly, you know, I started the YouTube channel when my boys, uh, got into airsoft and I was coming out of being paralyzed, needed Ooh. something to do. I was still, uh, I was able to walk, but not very well. Yeah. So I couldn't work, um, the kind of work that I used to do. Yeah. So, um, uh, when I started these podcasts, like kind of legit, when I, a podcast, you know, when I started yeah. calling that, uh, I felt a little sub, uh, self-conscious about, mm-hmm. I have not played airsoft still to this day. Mm-hmm. I, I was an old school, uh, paintballer, but, yeah. um, you know, since my illness and when I started this channel, uh, I haven't been out to play. So I've shot some guns, you know, we do, uh, reviews and stuff, unboxings, reviews and, um, or did, uh, we used to do that. So <laughs> these guys went uh, AWOL and, you know, they got busy in life. So um, I started doing do. podcasts. Yeah. So, uh, so I, that's still a little bit in the back of my mind because I don't know a whole lot about airsoft, like mm-hmm. the, the tech part, the, all the different new guns and new gear and stuff. Um, I only know now I, I, I've ripped apart a ton of AGs and uh had springs flying everywhere <laughs> because i didn't know that they were <laughs> it was oh, the yeah. first gearbox i took apart you know it's like bouncing off the walls in this office and i'm like searching on the floor for this tiny ass trigger spring God, so yeah. i do know some of that but uh most of the stuff you know that uh that i talk with people about uh they know 10 times more than me even a new air softer knows way more than me so um i was a little self-conscious about it so it, it kind of i think sometimes i get a little uh i get those butterflies because i don't know yeah. you know and so i'm just trying to get your story basically and that's you know we just have fun chatting that's it yeah that's cool that's cool well if you're looking to learn more about airsoft i'm probably the wrong guy because uh, <laughs> uh i've opened up one gearbox and tried to rebuild it yeah. it was just a mp5 that busted on me finally. Oh, so i said you know what let's take this off i traded a cheap gun for it for a swap meet and he said it's falling apart i'm like all right let's do this yeah play with it for a bit work fine then just after like six months, it slowly started dying. I took it apart, look at the gearbox. I'm like, and I used to work on guitars as well. Oh shit! Uh, I've been a musician for almost all my life. Yeah, Not a very I saw good a video. One, I saw a video on your Instagram <laughs> Man. that uh, you did a Billy Idol song, and Billy Idol used to be my favorite singer. So. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude! So I was going to ask I, you about that. I'd like to apologize for that cover. Uh. <laughs> you did good, dude. You did awesome. I was, I mean, honestly, as a, as a Billy Idol fan, I, I was like, bro, this is fucking cool. Cause nobody does that. 
yeah yeah and when when some uh the i definitely love cover songs that's why i i used to have them i have like some music on spotify because i've been playing guitar since i was 13 14 years old yeah uh i got really good at one point but i had too many hand hand injuries from uh uh, from work from uh you know i did a lot of manual labor jobs from truck driving to furniture delivery and that kind of ruined my my fingers after Mm. my my mid-20s and i switched over to working in in an office and gaining 40 pounds in a year uh (laughs) That was a rough, that was the the age of 26 was very rough for me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just progressively got worse. And now I'm trying to bring it back down. I'm 44 now. So I'm slowly trying to push that sucker back down. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I played a long time. I sang in a church choir Okay. And, uh, when I was a kid and um, I was in choir in uh, like till second grade. And then puberty kicked in and kind of ruined that. <laughs> Which oh, was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the my voice started getting deeper, and then I kind of I stopped going to I stopped going to uh the school singing classes. Yeah, I was like, great, I could go play kickball with my boys. <laughs> right. So that was the best part of it. I got back into playing sports regularly. So yeah, yeah. When you're going through puberty, man, you try to uh, sing because I did you know similar stuff in church, and um, during puberty years, man, you try to hit a note and it. It doesn't just switch from low to high. It cracks and does that, you know, weird. Right there, man. (laughs) Right. I still, I still do that. I practice not as often as I should, but because I don't, I really don't uh, record much anymore. Yeah. Because for some reason, like, I think it was because I was miserable for like 15 (laughs) 15 years, just not happy with my life. So, and there's, especially when I joined my band, when I was, 15 16 or 16 or 17 years old my creativity was just cranking them out like right. weekly weekly i'd come up with music or come up with lyrics yeah. um but yeah after i after i got divorced in my 30s mm. i was like all right time to take care of me yeah. rather than because i'm the guy who's always ready to help others yeah uh so i still do it but not as intense as i used to Right. So now it's like, I got to take care of myself because I'm not happy. I realize I'm not happy. Gotcha. And now I'm happy. So my creativity for song lyrics <laughs> is just out the door. It's like, I try to write happy music. And I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> this is lame. <laughs> Nobody's going to feel anything. I'm not a, I'm not a pop singer type of guy. I'm, yeah. I'm the guy that headbags and gets <laughs> in the mosh pits, bro. <laughs> Granted, I used to sing Britney Spears, baby, one more time at open mics and oh, bitch by Mer- Meredith Brooks. But yeah. <laughs> yeah oh I used my to, God. I used to, do uh, open mics in, in my early 20s we used to go down to da- downtown dallas deep ellum where all the cool uh clubs were yeah uh and they'd have open mi- open mics and every now and then i'd just do like a a girl rock song set <laughs> of like three songs that you know i don't change the words to him or or me or boy girl whatever it's like i'm, yeah. I'm gonna be a girl on top of the stage and it'd be great <laughs> it was it was awesome uh, oh that's that cool <laughs> yeah no shit dude so okay so i want to ask uh growing up in the philippines mm-hmm. um i mean you were old enough to remember obviously mm-hmm. you know uh when you when you left there uh how was the transition from there to california like like schooling like what was <laughs> okay friends, so I said, yeah i said it was social in the choir. stuff 
Yeah, I said it was in the choir. It was an all boys Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So uh, whenever I say that to people have known me for a bit and didn't know about it, they say, "Oh, that explains a lot." <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I grew right. up Catholic, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. Yep. Yep. Uh, so you know, it was other than not having to wear that white shirt with the khaki pants or shorts. It did not feel any different. And like I said, I was 11 years old. Right. And to me, you know, uh, I grew up with great parents. You know, they, they, we were kind of in the Philippines. We were kind of the upper middle class. Okay. But, you know, and some people around that area, around that status can be dicks. Mm. to people below them and i've, I've right. seen it in, in different in all in different cultures i've seen them sure. treat people like dirt and yeah. my parents were not my, our, my parents are not like that they'll they're kind right. and gentle people to mm. anybody as long as you're a kind and gentle person sure so when i moved to california uh i was nerve i'm i know i was nervous but you know um, I went to my aunt who my, we live with for a little bit, uh, was a teacher at a school and I ended up going to her school. Yeah. And I don't know if they told, I can't remember if my, my, uh, second or second or third grade teacher told the kids that I was his, their, uh, was, uh, her nephew, but you know, it, it was great. I didn't have any issues. I did get in one fight, but yeah, mm. it was a good time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'll that that'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a it was a fun day, and it was a I realized then that I was a crybaby. <laughs> well, bro, <laughs> I when, can tell uh, you all about that. <laughs> well, I have a kind of history of uh, fighting. So, so the you know changing uh, your school to obviously to California, and then somebody uh, picking on the new kid. I'm sure well, that was a. Uh, it wasn't really picking on new kid. Uh, okay. Every, I, I was cool to everybody, but there's this, uh, whenever I think back to this guy, there's a guy, his name was Anthony. I remember this guy. Yeah. He was a nice guy, but he was a real smart alecky guy. You know, yeah. he'd always have some stupid comment about something, <laughs> but I, 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 and okay, here's the story. I'm going to try to not put way too many, too much detail in. It was about 72 degrees and, uh, Oh uh, shit. (laughs) That's not detailed at all. (laughs) The wind was blowing in from the East. Uh, There was a couple leaves over here. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was wearing my brown khakis anyway. Uh, so, you know, we were just, it was recess or whatever it was after lunch. Yeah. They had a, a swing set with three swings on it. And, uh, there were, so two of us, would go back and one the one in the middle would go forward yeah and guys would like run in between them oh right and just go back and forth yep. i don't know if that's that actual game but we did it yeah I've we never did that seen too. it happen again awesome yeah because <laughs> you know boys are kind of dumb at that age oh yeah awesome you'll learn a lot and I, <laughs> and that kid anthony just decides to like i was in the middle and he decides to just like stop while I was going backwards and just like shoulder check me. Right. And I went face first in the ground and I got, <laughs> I got pissed. And of course, you know, little 11 year old rage comes up. So I'm like doing this number or whatever the right. hell it was. They sure as hell weren't punches. I'm, I, I probably looked like I was swatting bees out of my hair. So, <laughs> but he's running, he's walking backwards and stuff. And then I'm like sitting, I remember sitting there all pissed off. And then my teacher, one of the teachers in the school who, uh, 
uh, was always nice to me. He came like, he goes, Mark, Mark, he grabs me. And I'm like, and I just start bawling. Yeah. <laughs> Cause then, you know, the adrenaline's gone. I feel my back, my spine just sore as hell just because yeah. it hurt. And I'm just bawling. I'm crazy. They t- I'm bawling all the way to the principal's office. Sure. And then uh, I don't know what, I don't know what happened to Anthony, but they told my aunt. And then uh, after that, everything was fine. Uh, he apologized and all that. Yeah. He didn't suspend him, but I was okay. But I, and man, every time I think about that, that day, I was like, ah, isn't that crazy I, though? I, yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It, they're really impactful events mm-hmm. when you're that age. Yeah. That was definitely it. That's really, to me, that's when the time, the, that's the time I knew the world wasn't great. No when, shit. It's like, Oh, you, you, all those Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee movies, <laughs> nothing for you. You actually have to go. You didn't something. learn how to punch, <laughs> you know, the right way from watching those movies. How dare yeah, you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I threw a jump. I threw some formula of jump spin kick somewhere in there, <laughs> but yeah. And the, the real turning point for me as a very young, uh, barely as a man, barely in his teens, yeah. uh, a year later, my grandfather, who's ex-military in the Philippines, who served in World War II yeah. uh, for the U.S., he was a radio operator for the okay. U.S. and the Philippines, and he, my, that's my grandfather on my dad's side. My grandfather on my mom's side was part of the guerrillas in the oh, Philippines. Yeah. So, and uh, when my parents told me, I, they told me that when I was like in my early 20s, I'm like, what? Yeah. We got some bad motherfuckers in our family. Right. And I know my dad's a tough guy too. So it's just like, dude, we got fighters. And then I'm like, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Right. And all the, all the Filipino TV shows my mom forced me to watch. There's a lot of people screaming. We're very passionate people. Yeah. There's a lot of screaming and crying. It's just, it's just so much. (laughs) But yeah. And they realized then that uh, we're, we're a family full of fighters. Yeah. In one way or another, whether it's, you know, defending whatever we believe in or, you know, in their cases, going to war. Sure. In my case, getting in fights. Yeah. But, passionate. Uh, passionate. Yeah. 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 Uh, and um, so a year later, my my dad and I finally got our own place. Uh, he first signed me up for karate uh, before okay. we, before uh, we were still living in West Covina. He signed me up for karate. I did OK. I got my awesome yellow belt. Yeah, and they, they had a little they 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 had a, they had a little uh, tournament tournament just for the school, and I thought, oh yeah, here we go, let's do this. And the guy was like three inches taller than me. I don't know if he was they were even the same age, and he just front kicked me to the gut. I'm like, oh, three times. It was a three point match, and in a, in in like a minute and a half, he just took me out. I'm like, oh. I don't know what to do. There's no sparring. Right. All he had me do is sit and all he, my, my sensei told me to do was do push-ups on my knuckles. My knuckles oh. are awesome, but I don't know what to do against a front kick. <laughs> so, so yeah, it taught me a little bit, just taught me the form, the stance, what to do. Yeah. And stuff. But uh, what really helped was a year after uh, we got our place, my dad ended up finding a job, uh, a stable job as a manager and um uh the maintenance guy for a set of apartments out in Sepulveda. Oh okay. So so we went now, where's that at in Cali? It's a it's a both in uh Southern California. Okay. 
West Covina is kind of the suburbs. Uh, Sepulveda, should I describe? It's See, the I'm ghetto. Gonna... What is it? It's a ghetto. Is it? Yeah, because I, I haven't heard of these names. I, I was stationed at Pendleton. You know, I spent a lot of time in uh, Oceanside, La Jolla, San Diego. Yeah. I think um, this kind Carlsbad. of northeast Yeah, I can't remember oh, exactly okay. what my, I, I don't look it up as much as I'd like to. Yeah. Uh, I, every now and then I just go look at the apartments my dad took care of. Well, me and my dad took care of and right. like, wow, it's kind of crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, we did a better job of taking, even I put a better drywall than these guys. <laughs> oh, and, I, and I was like 12. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, cause my dad was very, he's like I said, he's a very intelligent guy, but he's like, don't settle for anything you know so yeah. he, he every time he did there he did a great job of like right putting, replacing walls replacing anything yeah, if you're gonna do something do it right exactly time. yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's kind of where i learned how to fix things around here even in my apartment it's like i've sure. maybe called the maintenance guys to fix like electrical things because i haven't gotten my gotcha. hands full into that yeah but i've fixed some of the plumbing in there myself because i get bored yeah um so I, like anyway um so after we lived we lived there for about six months and my grandfather decided to visit from the philippines okay and it's like i thought he's just visiting family um and uh, one day i'm sitting there watching cartoons on a saturday morning and he goes mark what are you doing i'm like i'm just watching cartoons grandpa he's like <laughs> uh let's let's go outside like let's get some air I'm going to teach you some stuff today. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we get up. So we're walking. And in this apartment, the parking lot was just like it, it from the outside. It kind of looked like an office building. Yeah. It was a very, it was an L shaped building. Gotcha. In the back, it was about the same, about the same shape. And the very back of it had a big maple or oak tree. I can't remember what kind of tree it was, but it was yeah. about three and a half feet wide in diameter. Wow. To yeah, the left. Yeah. To the left of it was this junker car that's bit that's on it that's on its rims most oh, of the wow. windows broken yeah. it was a, it was a Datsun something or other oh shit yeah that's how that's how yeah was, buddy i learned how to drive stick <laughs> on a Datsun 310 i'm telling you my mine was a 1981 ford ranger so. okay <laughs> well i missed that truck but uh uh so, and right behind that was this rust uh like workbench thing that they had laying in there and i yeah. don't know how long that stuff's been there but it was rusty and scary <laughs> so so yeah he took me out back he goes i heard what happened to you at school i'm going to teach you how to throw a punch and oh. teach you how to how to box and tie box because and i didn't know this i knew he was in the mil- he was in the military but yeah. i come to find out that he was a bamf just a badass no and, shit. Uh, yeah. So he was like in his, and I spoke with uh, one of it. We we went to visit uh, the Philippines when I was eight, eighteen, and nineteen. And uh, he, I spoke with some of his friends out there, and he said, "Yeah, your your grandpa was one of the best boxers in a, in in our military." Wow. And his other friend says, "Yeah, we took a trip to Thailand <laughs> to pick to see if we could fight the Thai guys." <laughs> oh shit. And he could. <laughs> he Damn. He, they threw a couple of kicks, but he like he said he he just like figured it out. Yeah. But you know, being the men that that men they were back then, after they fought, they'd have a beer, and yep. then he ended up training with them. Yeah, and, it's camaraderie, you know, man. It's exactly, respect. exactly. Yeah. 
So he was he was definitely a tough guy. He was a he was a gentleman, but man, he was he, he was not the guy to mess with. <laughs> yeah, so, that's a rare thing today. It is. It is. I'm trying to mold myself somewhat close to that. You know, sure uh, to be a good person. Yeah, like, good um, character, honor, uh, Tim, good values. Yeah, but tough. You know, strong, yeah. And tough. Yeah. Tim Kennedy said has a quote that he uh, says it's. So I'm not quoting him perfectly here, but it's it's basically we need good men who could do evil things, something to that nature. And I'm you like, have to. That's that's the way to be. Yeah, you um, have to. Exactly. Um, so, so he tells capable me capable of it, but not. Well, yeah, you know, doing it. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you have to. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the only time now where after I turned, uh, after I hit my uh, late twenties, I was like, okay, I can't I can't be doing this anymore. Yeah, this this is stupid. I will end up in jail one day. So, so just, after sure. he taught you to fight, did you? Uh, so you said you, uh, you you got some fights later oh, on. Right? Yeah, that didn't change teenage hormones. But uh, <laughs> the the fun the best part about that training. So he he showed me how to box. Yeah, this, and then he finally you know corrected my form because I was going like Bruce Lee style like this. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's why that guy kicked you in the stomach. So, so he showed me his stance, but you know, it wasn't the typical boxer stance where you're in tight like this. Yeah. It was definitely more tie boxing. So your, your form's a little wider. Right. And and I didn't know that then, but now I'm like, yeah, he he definitely didn't teach me just boxing. He taught me tie boxing because he did have me eventually throw leg kicks. Mm. You know, he just said, okay, you do this, make sure you turn your leg this way and leg kick, leg kick, left, right. And he goes, Okay, my legs are sore. I'm like, and now I'm thinking, I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> my legs are my legs are tired. Let's go to this tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stand here, kick this tree. Have you ever seen those Thai guys who kick banana trees, bro? He had you kick the tree with your shin. <laughs> we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish. The future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast, where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yep. And I'm sitting there with, (laughs) I'm sitting there in in flip-flops. I think I had, uh, I think I had either a Bart Simpson or Ninja Turtles tank top on and aqua blue shorts just a 12 13 year old kid he goes i'm like what (laughs) so of course you know i'm like i kick it and just like barely tap it he goes no harder you can do harder than i'm like what and and all of a sudden i kicked it like maybe 50 percent, right and i was like dude god that hurts he goes oh maybe that tree's too hard (laughs) he goes let's go over here so we go to this junk car and he like yanks on the front door, yanks it open finally, glass yeah. like flying everywhere. He hits the side of it, and goes, Okay, this'll be better for you to kick. 
Oh my God. <laughs> so I ended up, it was after feeling the pain of that tree, my brain's like, okay, this has a little gift. So he wasn't like, you know, shoving on me. Right. So he's just like kind of pulling it back a little bit. And we went to the other side and did that. So we trained a little more, uh, a few more times before he went back to the Philippines. Now, so, you know, that's just kind of my very first taste of actual real fight training. Right. The best part of this story is he did the same thing to my cousin who got in a fight in school, lost, came home, cried, and he took him out back and this time to an oak tree here in Texas. <laughs> and I'm like, he told me that. And I was like, dude, he did the same thing to me in California, man. What the hell? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And then my dad just goes, yeah, that's your grandpa. He did. He kind of did something similar to me when I was a kid. So, no yeah. kidding, man. <laughs> But yeah, as far as fights in school, it's it just like I've always been the nice, sweet, laughing, funny guy. But yeah. uh, it was like as soon as shit was about to go down, I'm ready to go. Right. But and back then, of course, when you're your you're, you're early teens, your hormones are just raging. Oh, all over. And um, uh. So, you know, as soon as somebody says something stupid, I was right. like, I'm like, you want to go? You want to go? Then scrap. But, you know, it wasn't anything serious. Get a couple good licks in, but that's about it. But, uh, well, I feel like when, uh, you know, when, when people are the guys like you and me, you know, we're, uh, if we're picked on or, you know, beat up or bullied or whatever, like, uh, I'm not talking about today's bullying. Talking about back then, okay. Oh, you mean today's bullying is? They said uh, your glasses look dumb. Okay. Oh, they bullied me. No, no, no. I'm talking about getting physically hurt. Okay. Uh, that kind of bullying. I think when that, you know, guys like you and me, when that happens, we're almost, you know, it carry. It it's, makes such an impact on us <clears throat> at that age. I'm going to uh, either prepare or whatever but it puts our mind in this defensive mode when we're at school because that's kind of where it came from i was the same way you know we yeah. had uh i've gotten i think in high school um i probably was in eight or nine fights and they were all sticking up for my friends exactly i was very quiet in in school uh, which is weird. I wasn't a talker mm -hmm. except in, uh, what you were talking about with, uh, you know, with English class, oh, I, yeah. I, uh, I signed up for a, a public speaking class and, um, I was terrible in high school, man. I did not study. I didn't, I went, I would just wing everything and just BS <laughs> through everything. Uh, and like you said, math, you can't BS. Okay. Nope. But I'm going to tell you what, uh, public speaking, I never wrote out any, not one thing. People would stress about their little, you know, five minute speeches or whatever. <laughs> I would not even fucking think two seconds about it. Walk in there with nothing on my paper. And uh, when they would call my name to act like I had something on my notebook and it was a total blank page. And I'd get up there. I remember telling a story about <laughs> <laughs> some kind of talking about rabbits. Well, you know, I so anyway, it, it, yeah, I was I was great at BSing with that, but most of the time I was really quiet. Um, so when we hang out with friends and stuff, uh, I wasn't trying to be the strong, silent type or whatever. You know, I just I was I didn't really yeah. know how to you know mingle with people and start conversations. Yeah. I wasn't a talker, and um, so most of my fights, well, actually all of them in high school, 
where uh, I never started. I just, somebody picked on my friend from the football team or whatever, and I just jumped in, you know, and that's kind of how we ended up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I was definitely kind of the same way. I never really started a fight. Uh, I got in a, it was, let's see, freshman year was probably felt like a fight career. Cause I got in a fight like once or twice a month. Damn. <laughs> and, and okay. But the, the 12 fights in the, each month yeah. was just part of it was just me and my buddies fist fighting in the handball court where nobody could see us. Cause it was a great oh, blind spot. Cool. So yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Cause you know, that's the fucking, handball court, dude, that's a, uh, it was our, it was fight our club, bro. Oh yeah, dude. We, we just, you know, cause, uh, I, I'm a very sociable guy. Yeah. In certain situations, I'm very sociable, and so uh, my group of friends varied from from the Mexican gangsters right. to the D and D nerds who I yeah. you know, talk video games with, uh, then the metalheads, which yep. were my, my main crew, and the and the semi jocks. Um, so I gravitated to all those because I'm like, I like all this stuff, all Dude, the that's crazy. all yeah. the smack all the smack talk with the gang banging stuff that they never did. The D and D, well, not D and D, but the gaming stuff, right? Uh, and uh, so, you know, me and my metalhead friends, you know, a couple of uh, like three of us just like fighting, and we found that out, and uh, and like once a month, one two of us would just like, you know, not seriously square off, but we'd square right. off because you know it, it was the big handball courts where there's four walls yep. perpendicular, and then a wall uh, in between those walls. So right, there was a last one of the southeast side that uh was completely blind to anybody in the school except for right. the the uh main street and you know the main street was about 100 feet away so nobody can really oh you're good yeah were, yeah so we were perfect so we we wouldn't the rules were basically don't hit each other in the face right so uh you're bare you knuckle you don't have any uh yeah. no pads or nothing okay oh, yeah, yeah yeah you were just bare knuckle. we yeah. you know we, it wasn't serious we just did it because it was fun that's fucking great yeah it's good training yeah until my friend ainsley hit a roscoe in the nuts with steel toe boots (laughs) accidentally wait what he kicked him (laughs) yeah we were kicking too yeah yeah yeah, sure i i didn't kick you know yeah uh, because I had steel toe boots too. And then, but yeah, yeah, just one day he just like leaned backwards and just like randomly threw a kick up in the air. And you just heard, <laughs> you just heard that. Oh, and you go, you go, you just see my boy, a big, huge guy, Orozco, just go, oh crap, and just fall down. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Snap. He goes, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that was it. But yeah, the, just like you, the other fights I got into, the actual fight fights. Yeah. They're really just, uh, you know, helping, you know, getting people to stop picking on my friends. And mm-hmm. um, uh, usually for me, though, is like I didn't want to get suspended. I didn't want to get caught. Sure. Because as a as a young man who loves his parents, I'm also deathly afraid of them. Right. Um, but, yeah, some of those in a lot of those classes in a lot of, in school, the fights are really definitely defending defending friends. Right. Uh, but I'd always tell, hey, let's wait after school. Uh, we will throw down yeah but, you know you keep picking on them i'm gonna kick the crap out of you yep and uh you know most of, most of the time of course you know when somebody's I, i'm not i'm not as i wasn't a scary dude either yeah i'm i'm like your uh i i look i should have been like a 
anime character just you know your chubby um asian friend with the <laughs> with his super squinty eyes the big head the chubby cheeks with the glasses just i'm i'm I, I was like the chubby kid who was a decent athlete so. yeah <laughs> and um uh so you know nobody took that seriously but a few right. few of them a few of them did and then they found out that you know i wasn't playing around they under listen guy i'm telling you bro those guys oh yeah are always underestimated we had guys like that on the wrestling team i wrestled played football played baseball mm-hmm. those guys because they're always kind of like joking around or happy they're not aggressive you know and yeah. they don't look they don't look uh aggressive or threatening you know like their body type and, and and because of how they act and stuff. Yeah. You start wrestling with those dudes. Those guys are always underestimated Oh yeah, as to how strong they are. Oh yeah. Like you don't realize until you start doing it. It's like, holy shit, bro. Yeah. Are you, you're really this strong Yeah. because <laughs> your yeah. muscles don't really show, uh, you know, and it just, yeah. Yeah. I've had, I've had very, uh, I've had a lot of experience with, with uh, friends like that mm-hmm. when we do the same thing your friends did and we start <laughs> sparring, just messing around, wrestling around, you know, start grappling and shit. And you're like, bro, you're fucking like a, strong as an ox, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. I definitely had a buddy like that. His name was Cooper, that little skinny dude, man. Cause uh, we ended up getting like our little meathead crew against some other meathead crew in school yeah. and it's like all right uh, okay uh i'll take the big guy and then my other friend who was big my friend uh, arturo he was bigger than me he was a little bit taller than me a little bigger than me he goes okay i'll take the little one you guys get whoever you want i don't like that guy he <laughs> talked he talked too much I'm oh like, shit all right and that little dude whooped his ass man oh. the, guy, the guy was so fast he wasn't he wasn't skilled or anything but he for he had some kind of training yeah because he was just dodging everything he threw at him and all of a sudden my boy slips and he just jumped off of him and just started pounding him oh my god and I, I i take the big guy down because he was big dumb and slow yeah and he didn't know what he was doing and i just like he swung and I just like shoved him in the ground and just started kicking him. <laughs> but yeah, we got, it, it was like that for us once a month. It was just nothing that, to, that was probably the biggest fight I've ever, I ever been in. It wasn't, nobody was seriously injured. A couple right. of guys here and there, a couple of black Yeah. But guys. don't you think <clears throat> when you grow up that way, uh, especially in your, you know, forming years, you know, eight, nine, 10, whatever, till you're 17 or something, you know, getting in fights, um, and I'm not I'm not saying people should get in fights, uh, <laughs> you know, to start a fight or whatever. But uh, when you have uh, when when that happens, and you go through that, you get punched in the face, you get kicked when you're down, you get in a situation where it's not orchestrated, you know, like a sport, you know, like wrestling or like football where it's, it's allowed and you know, the limits, everyone knows the limits. Um, of course, football, you're padded up, but oh yeah, uh, when you get in a real fight, um, you kind of know like, okay, you know, when you're 12, 13, 14, you, you kind of know in the back of your head, these guys, you're not fighting for your life. They're not trying to legit kill you, Oh yeah, but it's, there's still a little bit of uncertainty there about uh, who's going to get the best of whatever. And you're, you're 
scrambling, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out like, uh, I don't want to lose, um, not because I want to save face or reputation or whatever, but I don't, you don't know what it's going to feel like, like, you know, if, if you've never had your ass kicked really bad, you know, had, and, and anyone that's never been beat up, uh, or in a, um, traumatic kind of, injury uh or had some kind of traumatic injury the injury itself in the spur of the moment does not hurt that bad it's Mm -hmm. um it's the healing process that hurts so uh when you get punched in the face it's kind of like a dull thud you know yeah um when you break your nose i've had my nose broken six seven times uh it's a dull thud it's a crack Mm -hmm. uh your mind kind of, when you hear something crack, like a bone crack, I have my arm broken. Um, it, it, you, you feel like your head goes, Oh, this should hurt more than it does. But adrenaline kicks in, it, everything goes numb. Yeah. Talk to me a week later. I'll be in so oh, yeah, much dude. fucking pain. <laughs> You'll be like, Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. In the moment you're like, okay like this ain't that bad you know when you're sparring with your friends and somebody gets a really good you know pow on your cheek bone or your you know your mouth or something you know fat lips dude those suck when they try to heal because it's so tender it's so tender tender. and you're just that uh it's so swollen (laughs) on the inside you're trying to when you eat you accidentally bite it oh again when it's trying to heal bro uh, talk about some fucking woo. pain oh yeah <laughs> I, i've been there and been there and the worst the worst part about having a fat lip is you can't hide that from your parents no nah. you may be able to convince your mom because she's the sweetheart of the world but your dad knows better yeah <laughs> your dad knows he got punched in the mouth exactly because <laughs> yeah and uh yeah the, the, yeah, the fights the adrenaline's a crazy thing man it really is because uh, you get in that heated moment and all of a sudden, like everything shuts off and it's just, you're back in survival mode, whether Absolutely. it's, whether it's in a fight or in just even sports, when, you know, the, the nerves start going crazy, all of a sudden right. you're just on automatic. And then in, like, after that, you're like, holy crap, what the hell just happened? Why right. is my arm hurting? <laughs> you know, so, Yeah. Yeah. It's there, there's those moments and uh, you know, you got to learn how to control that moment because you know, you've got to, well, the guys that grow up with that, you know, the, you know, go through that. I feel like when they get older, like you and I, okay. Uh, we're not in our twenties anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get older, when you get older, you're, you're a little more mature. You can look back on it and go, Oh, I learned something from that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, I feel like we're stronger, like a stronger character, you know, internally, uh, because of those experiences mm-hmm. and, uh, that you can't really replicate in um in life without that experience like like i said i'm not trying to say go get in a fight (laughs) or start a fight club or something but uh there is something and this is for guys and girls where Mm -hmm. we you know human beings uh there is this physical part of us that wants to prove that we are strong and we can handle whatever kind of uncomfortable thing this is uh besides growing up in these very um comfortable convenient lives that we have now right yeah. 
uh, so when you get bullied, when you get beat up, when you go through those things, uh, I feel like it makes you a stronger person in the end. Yeah. Um, I told my niece this when I was, when she was, uh, maybe very early teens, I said she was like having a bad, I can't remember why she was sad. She just, you know, I just noticed she was at my parents' house and i came to visit. Hey, and but, and she just didn't look like her happy go lucky self. Yeah. And I, I just told her, I was like, look, uh, this is what dad told me. Life is not fair. Somebody's going to want to punch you in your mouth eventually yep. because life sucks. <laughs> the, the thing is you don't give up. You right. find the good in it and move on. And then, and she goes, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, okay. Uh, do you want me to punch you in the mouth? So you know that what I mean, she goes, no, I'm like, okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but uh, yeah, it's right. People need to understand life sucks. Nothing's ever going to go perfectly the way you want it. Things right. happen. Crap happens. And most of the time there's really nothing you can do about it because it's just going to happen. Yeah. And to me, it's like, what, like I said earlier, when uh, I said, yeah, I need to stop this fighting. This is stupid because there are consequences. I'm a chubby guy in prison. As Jim Norton said, I might be in a good accommodation <laughs> for the boys. I'm like, I'm not the best looking guy out here, but man, these guys oh, shit. in a while, I might be, I might be uh i might be a treat for these boys i can, I can fight I, I can fight man but i know if i can fight four, five giant guys coming up oh, no. and i can't run anywhere nobody can bro no, like no. Uh. so yeah and you know it's it's just that whole thing about thinking like you know i've, I've been in too many of these i just need to not, not go to this bar anymore because it, it it happened a few times to a couple bars i used to go to all the okay. time with me and my friends yeah and somebody would just do something stupid and my first thought was hey man you need to knock that off he goes what are you gonna do about it? let's go outside <laughs> <We'll do> it. <laughs> and you know and it, it was at that time you know it was definitely between especially between 21 and 25 it was just like okay we, fight, we go outside we're both hammered some of us not as hammered as the other when one of i didn't win all of them i'm not saying i'm like the greatest but no. i didn't nobody wins there. every fight bro well, that's not real john, life except john jones but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't he's know still he, he still gets punched okay he still gets punched but yeah yeah definitely so you know after that we shook hands yeah and winner buys beer loser yeah that's what happened most of the time for us and there was a you know during that time there's an air of respect for each other that you gain after you know getting punched by or punching the guy in the mouth absolutely you know, and it's and then you go and you know there there's respect and there's apologies saying hey i'm sorry i did yep. this to your friend i'm sorry i said that about your friend so and then you know you walk away shook hands and you know it was fine after that there was nobody blogging about it posting about it. it was no, just, because there's a difference between the uh you know this the respect you get from a physical altercation like that with two people <clears throat> there's you know as long as both people are sane mm -hmm. uh you know there's a respect you get that you cannot get from words like it, it just cannot happen no there's uh when you go uh you know, physical confrontation with somebody. And this is honestly, I think it's every single fight I've been in my whole life. And I've probably been in 25. 
uh, not saying I'm a fighter, okay, <laughs> but being four years in the Marine Corps, <clears throat> you know, drunken fights are the commonest thing ever, okay? Um, so w- when you're done, it is the same thing you're talking about. You, I'm actually helping uh, yeah. the guy that, you know, my enemy, enemy, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote enemy, yeah. up off the ground. Or he's helping me up. Yeah. Um, that is, that's how you end the fight. And then whatever uh, verbal altercation that you had that that led to the physical is done. You, you, you realize uh, after this physical part, like, okay, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Okay. So you said something, whatever, about this. And that's what led to, you know, this thing. But uh, there's a there's a huge air of respect, but it's the the both of us have this thing inside of us. Like, you know what? I built some confidence. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's subconscious. You don't think about that at the time, but uh, that's what happens. It really yeah. does. It's it really uh, does. and you get a little more comfortable with yourself. Uh, a little more like, uh, yeah, I can handle myself in a in a real life situation. Whatever. Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, and that's why I'm all for, uh, it's like on Facebook, when I see my friends, I don't do much uh, airsoft stuff on Facebook. I just try to keep that as a semi work, semi friend stuff, even though like, I know Facebook people follow. I'm like, you're in the wrong place. Just go to my Instagram. That's my idea. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. This is me just sharing cat videos and whatnot. <laughs> but, um, but like whenever, whenever I see, I, I highly recommend this for every parent. I don't have kids myself, but this is exactly what I do. Yeah. I see them taking their kids into martial arts classes, yeah. whether it's karate and jujitsu or whatever. I'm like, take them. They need the, the best thing about uh, martial arts classes. One. Yeah. You'll learn how to throw a punch or a kick, but you'll learn discipline mm-hmm. because yeah. Trust me. My knuckles know about discipline because of how many pushups I did in that karate class. Right. And because, uh, you know, I happen to like to talk and giggle during <laughs> my, my little my, my little a-hole friend who was next to me when we did regular push-ups. Every time we went down, he'd go poop. Oh, he'd Jesus. Well, 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 everybody else in the club was like going, ha, huh, huh, And he's doing yeah. that. And I'm just I'm just dying. And then so it's like, Mark, on your knuckles. I'm like, Crap. yep. Yeah, I was going to say uh, senseis, teachers, coaches, they don't like that shit, bro. Oh, hell no. When they're when no. they're putting you through some kind of, you know, it, it, maybe if it's not even punishment, but training and you're making fun of it because it's too easy, bro, we're going to make it harder for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like I, re- I really wish I went into the military or I re- really wish my mom let me go into military. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, because I would have loved I every time i look at basic training i'm like like you know like any other like movie or film or whatever sure. we all as men we kind of judge our judge ourselves to see how we would do and right now if i looked at it i'm like i'd be dead after the first hop uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd get like 30 seconds in and then like all right i, I need to go home but uh i think I a lot to- of guys really honestly go into the military uh just to see if they can pass boot camp like that i think that's their main goal and, and it was a a big part of mine as well. Uh, I wanted to earn that title, but um, that wasn't, I didn't know what that meant until mm-hmm. I got there. You know what I mean? Like um, you I mean, the only movie that I saw that was really intense 
uh, that explain that before I came out. Full, Full metal, metal jacket. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that came out in like 86, you know, I went yeah. in uh, 89. So um, I watched that movie all the time and I was like, yeah, that's what the fuck I want. And uh, until I got to boot camp, and I was like, this is not what the fuck I want. <laughs> I was like, bro, holy shit. When you have lack of sleep, lack of food, uh, somebody, you know, well, we had in the movie, they have one drill instructor. Uh, of course, that was during Vietnam. Uh, I went in, you know, late 80s. So uh, we had four drill instructors. You don't catch a break, bro. It's, uh, I'm not saying it was harder than what the movie was, but um, it was, uh, you know, it was a lot different. You know, I was in really good shape, really good physical shape. I, you know, wrestled, played football, and I prepped for uh, boot camp. So I was doing shit tons of push-ups uh, and running and stuff. But it doesn't really... Um, it can be a little easier for me than somebody that's not that in shape or something, but mm -hmm. uh, they push you to your limit. Like if they see that you're doing well, like you, what well, you just said, you're doing push-ups and you're laughing. Yeah. Go ahead, bitch. We're gonna, okay. Push-ups on fucking on your knuckles. If you're laughing about that, we're going to make you do push-ups in the fucking parking lot on pavement on your knuckles until it hurts. Okay. We're going to push you until you shut the fuck up. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I could have told on that kid, but I didn't, I didn't, uh, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not a rat. You. I'm not a rat. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm oh, definitely yeah. a team player. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. And the biggest reason why the, uh, one of the reasons I almost joined the military right after September 11th. Yeah. Uh, because my little sister was in the air force. Oh, okay. Uh, she served in the air force and, uh, she didn't get deployed. Her husband, did get deployed to Saudi Arabia, I believe. Gotcha. And um, my and I was about to join, and because uh, uh, and my my best friend Lakin called me, says, "Hey man, you see the news?" And I, we didn't. I, we just paused for a few seconds, and I go, uh, "You want to meet me at the recruiter?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, that's what I was calling you calling you about." Oh shit. And then my 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 mom overheard it and he goes, Mark, I don't want you to go. I'm like, yeah. And we talked to dad. He goes, and and my dad was he was totally cool with me going, but it's like, your mom doesn't want you to go. Yeah. Please don't go. We need your help here. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't want you to you to get shot. We know you're a fighter and you can do this stuff, but you know, we don't know what's gonna happen. So I was like, dang it. Dang it. And like in sync, my best friend calls me like later that night. He goes, Yeah, my mom won't let me go either. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and and I get it. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, but it that was a, a really unsure time though. It I mean, really for was. somebody to go in at that time. I mean, there's a, you know, your mom, bro. I went in when there was nothing really going on. We had Grenada that was mm -hmm. kind of like a, you know uh a military kind of incursion thing uh in 83 and i went in 89 my mom was really adamant about me not going uh honestly <clears throat> i would have listened to my mom had i not been beat up so much growing up and also when i was 16 <clears throat> they um they uh, I, I loved football. I loved playing football. I played football when I was, you know, I started when I was in fourth grade. Uh, 
it was hundred percent what I was meant to do uh, at that time. You know, what position uh, middle linebacker. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and my objective was kill the quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I followed you know, the fucking ball. Exactly. You know, I, I just, I was very focused on that. I like, I loved it, bro. But yeah. I only played I, one semester, but yeah, it was, they said, all right, you're big, you're dumb, you're slow, but you're strong as hell. Just go get the quarterback or the running back. That's on you. <laughs> I did have my all Bundy moment. And I got that one interception because I read the play for. Oh shit! I nice. <laughs> took it in for a thirty-yard touchdown. So. Oh shit! You got a pick six, bro. <laughs> yeah, hell bro. yeah. So that was my one and oh, that was my last game, and I was like, all right, it's never gonna get any better than this. I'm out. I'm going to play hockey again. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, you and played hockey. What is it? Field hockey? Ice uh, hockey? Roll, roll hockey. I played a couple games, just pickup games for ice hockey, but I just couldn't could not get used to the ice. Um, yeah. like that that scene in Mighty Ducks where the kid was trying to stop, but yep. he couldn't. That was me. Okay, I, I was really fast because I got stupid strong legs. So, how did you get into hockey? Like, were you? Uh, did yeah. you start out on rollerblades? Yeah, like, uh, what? I played ba- in the Philippines. Basketball was one of the top sports. Gotcha. Yeah, it was boxing, and uh, basketball was okay. somewhere around the top five, probably. Yeah. So I played basketball when I was a kid. I loved it. You know, I was I was a uh, and I got into, uh, what was it? freshman basketball freshman and uh sophomore basketball uh, i was basically a point guard uh because I, I had good vision i kind of knew where people were going to be so I, I was a good passer but i was good yeah. at i was a good decent three-point shooter but um this was 1991 92 okay. or 93 in los angeles and that's kind of when the los angeles kings went to the Stanley cup finals oh shit and i you know i didn't I didn't know anything about hockey and I just, it just hopped was this, on TV. This was the Gretzky. Yeah. This was when during Gre- the Gretzky. Oh my era. God. Yeah. So, you know, all the hype was on there. And then right. you know, I, I, after that, after one game, I was hooked. I was like, they're skating. They're fat. Oh my God. That guy's beating the crap out of that guy. <laughs> and uh, so it's like, it my, my dad would like uh, pay me for, with help. He would pay me like 20 bucks, 30 bucks here and there for, uh, for helping him in construction or, gotcha. or whenever we started delaying for injury, bump it up a little bit more. Yeah. And then, uh, or I'd ask him for something and he'd get that for me after a few jobs. So, and this time I tell him, um, I want, I want rollerblades. So he did, he he was work, he was helping um one of the owners of the apartments her, his friends said hey can you fix this thing at their house and basically it was just to change out electrical sockets and I'm sitting here at 14 years old he goes Mark yeah. you can do this right and I'm like yeah so I go run to the garage and I hear the lady go is he old enough to do this he goes he knows what he's doing <laughs> so here's me but here's both of us unlicensed yeah <laughs> guys who just you know read a one guy who just read all the books and the other guy who just fo- knows how to follow hand movements and directions going to the garage shutting i'm uh, trying to find the switch for the for, yep. the, back, for the back and then turn it off go over there unscrew everything replace everything and i go okay i'm done turn it on everything's fine and then my dad says okay we'll see and then uh, like the next day I, like she we went back over there she go and uh they took me to big five sports and i bought a pair of rollerblades and a, ho- oh, and a hockey shit. stick nice and i just taught myself how to skate 
uh top um got me myself a little one of those cheap plastic hockey pucks and i was in the backyard yep. of this apartment where there were like six potholes i hit oh, and, God. Fell and hit and fell straight down and chin on ass oh shit <laughs> now Nothing. when you got your blades did you get the uh because I, when i bought my blades uh i was in california still uh in fact i was still in and um this is 92, late 92. And um, so rollerblades were starting to, you know, yeah. pop up. And I was like, what the fuck are those? You know? Yeah. Uh, but so I went and got, so I got the, um, now because I played hockey in Cleveland, Ohio, you know, ice hockey. Nice. Uh, I knew that uh, falling forward, you know, when you're skating is a common thing. And on the ice we played on is not like, this is like tennis courts that filled with water and yeah. froze in the winter. So this is rough. Okay. Rough ice, rough ice is like fucking glass. All yeah. right. Anyone that has never played on it. If you fall on your hands, when you're going, whatever, eight miles an hour, five miles an hour on your skates and you fall forward and you have no gloves and nothing on your hands, the palm of your hands, right. At the, you know, base, uh, gets cut up as a motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. um, the first thing I bought when I got my, uh, road blades was they had these wrist straps that went up, you know, halfway up your forearm mm -hmm. and, uh, had a plastic and they were, I don't know, nylon or some shit with Velcro. Uh, but it went over your thumb. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then they had a really thick plastic kind of yeah. rounded bump uh stop or whatever for your palm of your hand so i got those as well so when i fell because i was learning how to do rollerblading and rollerblading uh dude it's if you're it's faster than ice skating if you're on like a smooth surface you know yeah. like oh yeah a basketball court or you know something that's very smooth yeah. And I was really shocked at how fast it would go because ice skating can go pretty fast, yeah. but, uh, you know, cause it cuts into the ice, but, um, the shit would go fast as hell. So when I would fall, I would fall on those, yeah. and I'd put them down, you know, kind of raise your hands up out of the way and you would just slide on them. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. No fucking asphalt burn, no <laughs> ice cuts. <laughs> it was great. So yeah. did you get, did you get the, uh, wrist covers? Oh, Jesus. So when you hit a pothole, you a fucking and So I hit a pothole, bro. <laughs> yeah. I have so many just scars. And yeah. Elbows. From just like my hands. knees are shot. And, you know, I didn't wear like I, in California, I lived there till my freshman year in high school. So 92, 93, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, very early nineties. And I moved to California and I never really got to play. I only got to play hockey two times in there. It's because, uh, near the end of the, the, the semester, the, my high school, my freshman year, I found out one of my good friends in, uh, um, school, his name was Tigran. And he said, yeah, we play hockey all the time. You want to come join us? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, we're going this weekend. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. Can you rent skates? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. Okay. I got a crappy stick. Who cares? I'll let you borrow one of mine. And he was just, just skinny little kid who was just fast as hell. I'm yeah. just guy trying to figure out how to stand up on ice. So that's, and then I finally figured it out after a few minutes, I still couldn't stop worth a damn. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't like snap my ankle and like just completely <laughs> turned it. 
Yeah, I didn't know what to do, but uh, I played there. And then uh, same time around the near the end of the year, too, we had our la- one of our last jobs. And this guy, we were delivering furniture at the time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was I was a little kid hauling up a, a sleeper sofa up three floors in an apartment just because I could. Oh, my God. And, I, and I'm playing. I'm paying for it now. Those are <laughs> dude. Those yeah. are horrible. Yeah, they were. Yeah, definitely metal <laughs> frames in them. Yeah, they weighed a ton. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely was able to get the smaller ones out there, but not the that we had this one at Wix Furniture called Black Death. It was just it, <laughs> it was it, it was, was like an, the heaviest it was had recliners built in. Car, yeah. Oh, it had God. the it had the recliner on what it was an L-shaped sofa. Yeah. So. So you had the recliners on one side, or you had the big sleeper sofa, and just that sleeper sofa was Black Death because it, oh most of the time God. it took three people to to take that up there. It took two of us because uh, my dad it was my dad and myself, and I'd usually read the maps and um, my uh, his helper Willie, and you know he because uh, uh, my dad after a while he uh, tore his ACL. So he needed me to go. Right. So I said, okay, this is what I'll do. I, I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't have a job. So, you know, I'm 14 years old. Okay. Right. And I got, I've got nothing to do on Saturday. I play hockey with my, play basketball with my friends on Sunday. All right, fine. I'll earn a little money. So my dad hurt his knee. So I just, you know, helped him out. And yeah, we ended up taking that up there. So, but yeah, it was a mess. I hated that. I still to this day hate that damn sofa. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, anyway, one one day Willie couldn't come in, so we had this other guy help us. His name was Dave, and uh, he said he told me, "Hey, I see you. I was wearing my one of my Los Angeles Kings T-shirts and uh, or, or one of the knockoff ones we found at a swap meet somewhere." Right, and uh, he said, "Oh, you like hockey?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're playing a game. Uh, I'm I coach little uh, I I coach the little Pee Wee League. Uh, you want to come?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I want to come. I want to see." So. So what do you know? I'm like, I don't know anything, man. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just want you to like, here's the instructions. Here's uh, kind of the drills we want to do. Why don't you help these kids out with them? I'm like, okay. So they just got to do this. So I partially coached a little peewee league of like oh, eight, shit. 10 year olds at 14. And then he, I skated with them and played with them and stuff. And it, it was a lot of fun. So that was kind of my first uh, games in hockey, but I ended up finding when I moved to Texas, I ended up finding a, this was around the time with the start, like a couple years after I moved to Texas around 94. Okay. And this is when the stars were like, just moved to Texas. They made the playoffs a couple yeah. years before, made it to the final, but lost. So I ended up getting a job at Kroger with the grocery store. Gotcha. And, uh, I met some friends there and that's where I met my band. That's where I met my hockey friends so it's like that store as much as i hated working there yeah that those two those two things like came together and perfectly and just molded uh the adult that i was going to be but yeah so i had my hockey friends we got kicked out of a lot of tennis courts because those little metal those metal rails those metal frames man they tear that (laughs) they can tear that tennis court up yeah but um yeah so I played a lot of that. We played in a couple tournaments. Uh, they used to have the NHL breakout series. It was basically a four on four hockey tournament that they, um, the NHL threw, but we got banned 
Oh, shit. Because one of my friends was too tired and like headbutted a guy because we were losing bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I got, it was like six, it was six to one. This guy, there was this one guy on the team that just beat everybody. He was just going around everything. Yeah. He was so good. I'm like, this guy plays amateur or at least at the, right. at most the, the, uh, for somebody big, but he just, he just schooled all of us. I'm like, I, I, this guy's badass. And then my friend, he got in front of him, grabbed him and like headbutt him. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there going and then like, everybody's like freaking out. I'm like, what the? so I rush in there. Yeah. And the, I see one of the guys, their team coming after me, but I was going after my buddy. I go, what the hell is wrong with you? why and and then they just like took off and then my buddy and my other buddy just like disappeared they were gone and i i like ran down i took my jersey off and like i i was helping the guy up yeah dude i don't know what the hell happened i'm so sorry dude um dude i'll help you man come on let's go blah 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 i have clean him up so yeah so our team was banned from <laughs> oh shit. it didn't help that we we would drink heavily the night before <laughs> <laughs> and during the two-hour break that we had between games because you played three games that day so our first game was at nine o'clock in the morning second game was at 10 yeah our next game was like at one or something so he goes hey there's a chilies over there you want to drink <laughs> like okay <laughs> uh yeah (laughs) yeah so we played two we played two of those tournaments the second one we got we didn't win anything but uh we won two games out of all those but um then we got banned so i kind of it's sort of a badge of honor because i'm not the one who really right but it's like yeah i got kicked we got kicked out of there i'm a team player man (laughs) for sure bro well i feel like back then those are uh when that kind of stuff happens, it is a badge of honor when you get kicked out of somewhere, you know, uh, for something like that. That is, uh, you know, hey, fights were more accepted back then. So, you know, just random, like in public situations, whatever, um, not including riots over the last how many years. But the fights that we got into, you know, back then they were they were more uh, socially accepted. Like you told somebody like it was a badge of honor to get kicked out of somewhere that, you know, and I was kind of like you were saying, you know, metalhead, you know, any of that kind of music, I was in a punk, you know, music from, uh, from Britain, UK, England, whatever. And of course, America where, you know, punk rock was like, fuck the government, you know, uh, you know, the sex pistols. And of course, later on, when I went in the military, it was uh, Metallica, which had a lot of songs that were uh, politically like militarily motivated and yeah. uh, you know, that kind of thing. U2, uh, I was a huge U2 fan. So yep. they were almost all their songs are politically motivated. Oh yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Um, so it was, you know, all of that kind of, and of course, so the eighties big hair bands, you know, and, <laughs> Uh, the heavy, you know, what was back then, the heavy metal bands, uh, not the metal of today, but back then, you know, Van Halen, uh, Ozzy, uh, you know, all that kind of shit was, you know, rat. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, all that kind of shit was, was, uh, you know, heavy metal. So, 
or hard rock, I guess yeah. what we called it. But uh, yeah, a lot of those, you know, were, it, it was kind of, uh, Hey, this is okay to buck mm-hmm. the system a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you should buck the system because we've seen how uh, if the people don't buck the system a little bit, uh, politicians can be very corrupt and just whatever. So the people need to speak out sometimes. And that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the the music that that spawned, uh, you know, our actions as well with these fights and like, dude, we got kicked out of this this place over here. Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's cheering you, not like putting you down. <laughs> so, and, Oh yeah. 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 And yeah, for me too. And like you were saying it earlier, whenever I moved from uh Philippines to California, yeah. uh, you know, I still remember the first black kid I ever met. Yeah. And his name was Cameron, and he was the nicest guy, and we were yeah. some best of friends. And whenever I moved to the ghetto, uh that apartment, it was mostly black and Hispanic families. Yeah. And all of my friends are black and Hispanic. So, right. for, and it's because, you know, that came from my dad because, you know, yeah. he's, well, it was very different for you. Exactly. It was, it was different, but it didn't feel different. No. Uh, Once you, it, well, it was different when you first see somebody mm-hmm. like that, because that's not what you grew up around. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. They look different, but we're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I had the same experience. I was 11, went to a new church. And I remember the first black kid I ever met, I was 11 years old that I can remember. I might've met him when I was younger because my dad worked in a factory and uh, he had uh, friends over all the time for dinner and stuff, you know, their family and stuff. And he worked with a lot of black guys uh, that he have over, but I don't remember meeting anyone and, you know, like that until I was uh, 11 and I remember to this day, I remember shaking this kid's hand. He was the same age as me. His dad was, you know, him and my dad knew each other. They went to the same church that we had just, you know, uh, joined or whatever. And uh, they were over here talking. And I remember meeting this kid and I shook his hand. I, I, I mean, look, bro, this is no, this is 19, uh, what was I, 10 years, uh, 11, I was 1981. There's no internet. There's no way to find information. So uh, I literally, after I shook his hand, I looked at my hand. I thought the, <laughs> the color would rub off on both of us, on mine, on his, and his on mine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Uh, that's how naive I was. So, uh, but we became the best of friends for like three years that we were, you know, in that church and stuff uh, where they were at. So uh, yeah. And it it was just uh, all of that kind of thing was a learning experience, like fresh and new um, because you don't have any outside information going into it. And my parents were very open. uh, So I didn't get taught any kind of prejudice uh, against any race um, at, you know, at that age. So there was no talk in my family of uh, this color person does this or this color person does that or whatever. Even though, my, you know, my dad was in, uh, uh, in the Navy during Korean War. There was no talk of, uh, you know, categorizing certain types of people doing whatever. So I had no preconceived notions of any other skin color person, you know, uh, (laughs) acting or being a certain way. 
So I had nothing to go on. So when I met this kid, you know, it was, uh, it, it was all fresh and new experiences and it was cool. It was yeah. so cool. Like, yeah. okay. I mean, it was one of those things where you, you know, you look so different. You go, uh, okay. So do you like this? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about this? Yep. Like, oh my God. Like you, you almost think like an alien, you know, like yeah, you meet yeah. some, like somebody from a different world. Yeah. Yeah. For definitely for me and for Cameron and I, it was a love of transformers because I saw his backpack. There you go. He had a blue backpack <laughs> with Autobot symbol. Nice. And I was like, you're, you're not going to be best of friends. And we were for that year that I was there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah. And uh, yeah, like, and, and, like you said, he's like, you did, parents were open. Same thing yeah. with us, you know, oh. Um there was not one ounce of negativity against any other race, any other religion. They, right. you know, of course, you know, with religious people, sometimes they have their comments about this certain religion is that and everybody. Well, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah Catholics so, yeah. can be a little judgmental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, they're sinners, but we love them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard not from my parents, but man, I've heard some things. Oh, for sure. And, and sadly, I've like uh, my dad. He he's like I said, he's very intelligent. He's read every Bible of every religion out there. He goes, yeah, it's like no, but everybody has their own opinion. Yeah, you just choose whichever one's yours. And for me, it's just like. I'm gonna see what happens. Right. I don't care. I don't care. And because I'm I'm the type of guy that says if it's if it's not in front of me, it's not there, but it's still sort of kind of in here, maybe in here as well. So it's less like right. I'm gonna live my life the way I feel like it. Yeah. And see what happens. If it happens, I know I'm a I'm hopefully I'm a good enough person when the day I die happens. So yeah. if there is a heaven, cool. And if there is a hell, hopefully I don't end up down there. Well, you know, growing up like that do you, and, and kind of going through your life now and where you're at now, uh, do you, do you believe in an afterlife? I don't like, I, like I, as, 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 as it's explained in the Bible, like a real, Oh, kind of heaven and a real <laughs> oh, oh, kind of hell. <laughs> it's like, it's hard I, to say, I could right? say, I could say no, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> and every time I, th- every time I have this type of conversation with somebody about death, I, I, it reminds me of this one story I read of this guy dies because he shot himself in the mouth because he had a drunken bet with his friends that there's a heaven and a hell. Oh shit. And they, 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 it was like, they recorded it on audio or something. I yeah. wish I could find that article. Cause that oh, was, I'd love, the yeah, most I'd love ins- to hear it. I hope it, I heard it on the radio station. Like this is when I was, okay. Cause uh, after, after a while we, I was tr- just a truck driver. I drove freight around the Southern part of the U S so there was a lot of cigarettes, Red Bull, and um, caffeine pills, and a lot of different radio stations being taken. That back Vibrin, then. yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibrin was my my jam, bro. But, uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, so I heard that story. So every time I think about you know death, that's the first thing that pops in my head is like, I bet you there's a heaven and hell. They did a skit on it on there, and it was yeah. like this is awful, but it's funny as hell. But yeah, it's it's really for that. It's really something nobody really knows. Nobody knows, um, dude. 
Right, so, so I'm not going to worry about it. I know I'm just going to be there. I'm going to try and be a good person, not do anything stupid. And hopefully I ended up in that place. But if not, yeah. I might just be worm food. So yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go with somewhat of a reincarnation to where I become nutrients. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about the reincarnation because uh, my, my dad's mom is, uh, is Indian, American Indian crow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the uh, American Indians have this, uh, you know, um, this balanced kind of belief of the universe, you know, the world, nature, uh, where we go back into it and refeed it and, you know, uh, reincarnation, basically. Um, Not so specific as reincarnation, like, oh, you will become a worm or a grasshopper or whatever. But, um, but basically the whole thing is a balance, which honestly, uh, at my age now, looking back on what I've learned, I've, I've read the whole Bible, uh, the Catholic Bible, um, from front to back, uh, you know, I, I wanted to study everything about it because I had so many questions when I, I remember I was 12, I asked my mom, um, you know, why, would God, uh, his two first humans that he made, right? Adam and Eve, uh, if he is our loving father, right? Quote unquote father. Um, why would he, uh, allow the devil to tempt them? And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, what, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. If they're kind of like toddlers in their in their world, you know, like yeah. they're still learning and he gave them these rules and they they you know rules don't mean shit without testing those rules, right? So uh <clears throat> why would you let your uh arch enemy, like <laughs> the ultimate worst person or thing or whatever, you know, entity uh in the universe? <laughs> test them while they're toddler, you know, while they're still learning. I I just, I had all these questions and uh, my mom, bro, she's like, you asked why about everything. I'm like, I can't help it. I just, I want to know how do we figure this out? You know? So, but yeah, I was, uh, I was always interested in that kind of thing, um, you know, growing up. So it really formed um, my religious beliefs, life beliefs, um, you know, later on in life with my kids and everything. So it's the same thing I taught my kids, you know, like, bro, especially after going, you know, I spent uh, a year in Japan, a couple months in Korea, uh, talking with people that, uh, and, and honest, uh, in, in Okinawa, um, there's a lot of Philippines, Mm -hmm. a lot of Filipinos over there. Um, I think I learned two words in Tagalog uh isn't that is that the uh, language yeah. you guys yeah. yeah so uh skoshi chimpo and something else i can't remember but um uh, small uh, dick, so, uh, small dick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's good. I, I, oh no, no no hold on hold on they didn't tell me that i'd had that but i just <laughs> Man, it's 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 it sucks because I am such a Twinkie. I'm I'm so I'm yellow on the outside but white on the inside. Oh yeah. Well, I, you've I, been I, here I, I've been so here forever. Long. 
and uh, yeah. my 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 dad when we he every time my uh, the subject comes up of me not having trouble speaking the language, my dad uh, what, we had a conversation a long time ago because like every couple of years my dad and I will have a serious conversation about life. Yeah. Like like maybe a decade ago we had this conversation. It's like yeah, I wish I could remember because uh, my my grandmother rest in peace she of uh, my mom's side came to visit us for a year yeah and she's this little old lady and like even in this even from about september till march she's all she always had a coat on because she was so not used to the, the weather here right and um you know i was i was really nervous about seeing her again after so many after t- 15 20 years and sure not speaking the language on a regular mm. basis and um gotcha. my dad my dad says i'm sorry that was my fault because we were preparing you for to live in the u.s and uh for in sure. the philippines and the philippines almost, a lot of filipinos are very are bilingual yeah. um so whenever you hear like somebody speaking in tagalog they're like bada, 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 cheeseburger bada, 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 <laughs> sandwiches Coke, and stuff. You yeah know? yeah yeah so right so it it just ha- it just happens like that. But um, he knew we were moving here, so he kind of kept it in there. But he wishes he did speak more Tagalog towards me, and, and same thing with the family. Yeah. So, but eventually, when she finally got here, uh, it took me a month to finally get it, get the speech patterns, get the words, get the sentence going. It wasn't perfect. There yeah. was still a lot of uh that. So, sure. but it, it did come back to me eventually. So thank God for that. But yeah, it was, it was a good time. Well, my oldest daughter, she's uh, my second child. She was in the air force. She met her husband in the air force uh, in Mississippi and uh, they were both stationed there. Well, he's uh he's half black and half Filipino. His mom's Filipino. His dad's black. And um, so she knows Tagalog, you know, so she never speaks it unless she gets pissed off and yells at him. <laughs> so, yeah, it happens. And I'm like, oh, shit. I, you know, we're all, you know, it, the only time we get together is like a family thing for yeah. all, you know, meeting them somewhere or whatever. But um, and she'll say some things and I'm like, I think I remember a couple of those words. Yeah. From Okinawa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's. I, I wish I paid attention. I, I wish I kept up with it and uh, learned more languages because I, I, it's just I like learning some stuff. But like I said, my memory retention just sucks. I took a year of Spanish in in high school and it's yeah. all gone. And I, I know the basics, but right, man. If you want me to have a conversation, I'm just gonna say, mm, I don't know, man. You know what? I'm really good at being inspired to start something, but not follow through with it. So. Uh, I'll do it for two weeks, like fucking gung ho, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm doing this oh, forever, yeah. and then after two weeks, I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's um, the, uh, that's why I have like 300 different hobbies, man. Because I get bored. <laughs> right. That's why my dad he uh he he did a lot of odd jobs, but he especially when he was working at that apartment, he did yeah. everything. I'm sure everything from the from carpet, carpet cleaning. Carpet, 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 electrical, flooring, electrical. Yeah, and it plumbing. was because. Yeah, I asked him about that one day, and he. I just said because I get bored. You know, yeah. it's like I can learn. A, it, it, there's he's definitely one of the guys who's a renaissance man of of some sorts because he was extremely intelligent, knew about pretty much anything, and he yeah. could learn learn things real fast. 
uh, like I'm definitely leaning more towards the jack of all trades to where I know a lot of things, but I'm not, I'm a, I know a lot of things, but I'm not a master of anything. Yeah. That's why I'm, you know, uh, so I, I'm glad I got that from him. Cause now I know whenever I get bored, I got like some other thing I could, I could be doing. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, that's most of us, you know, the mm-hmm. jack of all trades, uh master of none kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like the masters of one thing, are the uh the elite kind of you know in their field um mm-hmm. you know and it, and we look up to them we, and we should yeah. like yeah. that is uh it's a it's something that we want to attain uh that kind of focus but really uh those people that are like that they don't actually think of themselves as like i didn't really put this much focus into it yeah. i just found what i liked mm-hmm. and i just that's what i did you yeah. know so yeah. it didn't feel like a, a shit ton of work. Most of them, it didn't feel like work for what they were doing because they enjoyed, you know, what they were doing. So uh, it's still work, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, in the process, but uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like this podcast. I am I'm definitely not um, a podcaster. <laughs> hey, you, you, I do podcasts, hey, but I don't hey. know how to do podcasts. Hey. I found you on Spotify and as my best, my boss at work is also one of my best friends. Cause we kind of started the same and we're, we realized we're kind of the same people yeah. Uh, because we're stupid competitive and we were either going to work together or kill each other. Oh shit. Because we're two old school type of guys. He's a, yeah. he's like a five years younger than I am, but he's, gotcha. yeah, he definitely grew up with hard labor in his hands. Right and grew up with that attitude at work too so i'm like uh, all right. and then we just found some common ground we laughed at, at this tree i'm not going to say why but uh <laughs> and uh and that's when we said you know what we're going to be best friends because we just both laughed, laughed at the stupid tree with a really weird shape i'm not exactly sure why there was a knot hole of some weird type of shape but yeah. we ended up just laughing at it like really <laughs> hard for a good 30 seconds yeah so um so yeah what was i talking about now was this the guy that uh you gave the um that you've been friends with at kroger since like oh no no 16? no oh okay no, uh, this is a new guy when uh i okay. started at this job and then he came in like a month after me because they needed help so and i was sort of trying sort of helping him out so gotcha. but uh, the guy at kroger we're still good friends i i have a video of me taking him out uh two weeks ago for his very first airsoft game. Oh, okay. See, I didn't see that one. I it's saw a, the one where he, it's not up yet. Okay. Uh, it's not I up saw yet. the one where uh, you canceled some kind of order you had from airsoft GI and uh, ordered a mystery box. Mm-hmm. For yeah, him yeah. Yeah. Because you've known him since you were 16 yep. and uh, worked at Kroger together and you wanted to help him get started in airsoft because he said, Hey, I'm, uh, I'm finally interested in airsoft or something yep. like that, basically. Yep. Yeah. And that was really, uh, kind of the paying him back for him helping me out. And, mm. and what, cause we, we used to have a, live in an apartment together. Okay. And, uh, after, um, what was it? Was it nine 11? Yeah. Uh, cause we were both at our parents' house. He, uh, uh the trucking industry the shipping industry all went to crap 
Nobody wanted to buy anything. Nobody went to ship anything. Like I was making close to 85 a year just from doing that because you know we'd we'd work constantly take it one day off and just keep working yeah but uh you know there were se- there were 70 hour 80 hour work weeks there and i loved sure. it i liked it it was free it was freedom we we're contractors so you know we had to do our taxes all crazy and pay for our own repairs but it was free yeah. it, was, it was that was the freest i've ever felt at a job because i did what i wanted gotcha and nobody bothered me <laughs> unless you're talking about right. truck driving yeah, yeah, driving uh, yeah. across the uh, southern part of the U.S. Okay, they're delivering freight from warehouse to warehouse, and it was fun. Right. I like, I liked it. Uh, I I miss the social aspect, you know, of, mm-hmm. of life. But you know, as soon as I had a night out, if I didn't happen to go out of the state, it's like cool. Let's go drink, and I'll be up at five o'clock in the morning getting ready to work. So yeah. you know, and uh, rest on a Sunday and be good for Monday. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, after that. Uh, after gas prices went up like crazy, uh, shipping went hell. I went from making almost around eighty-five a year down to like thirty. Yeah, like in, in like I did a calculation. The one time I was decent at math when it really affected my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did like the calculation of okay, this is how much we're spending. This is how much I spent on fuel. Yeah. Holy crap! I make. I'm gonna make like thirty k this year. So. Oh my god! You're yeah. an independent driver. Yeah. Driver. Yeah. My dad, Holy my, shit, yeah. my, my, and my dad had five trucks. Oh, wow. He had five, he had five trucks. He had three in California and two here in Texas. Yeah. And, uh, or, yeah. And, uh, I had my, he, he bought one for me and, and uh, so I, I was an independent contractor. So yeah, yep. uh, it went to crap. And then my, and then, um, we had three months left on our apartment lease so it's like, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. He, and my my buddy was a manager of an Olive Garden. So and you know he um, was he a manager? At the, yeah. So he made he made pretty damn good money. So he covered yeah. me for a few months. And you know I said, I'm sorry. Here, I'll give you what I can. Blah blah blah. blah. And then uh, and then at the end of it, I was ready to pay him back. He goes, Don't worry about it, man. You're good. Mm. But but for me, it's like. Uh, Atlantis still... always pays his debts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, this Chonko will definitely pay his debts. Yeah, and this was kind of one of the, one of the ways that I'm, I'm doing that. So I said, "Well, you're you know, a giver, not a taker." So that yeah. you know, if somebody does something like that for you, you're always going to be. It's always going to be in the back of your mind. You're always going to want to pay it back or pay it forward or you know make it even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, well, the first thing on my mind is usually, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, as, a, as, as a young chubby Asian kid who grew up in the hood, there's an ulterior motive of somebody wanting to steal your crap. Oh, so. for sure, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. Yes. Speaking of that, when when we moved to, uh, you know, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and then of course in the military, and then went back to Cleveland, and then we moved here to South Carolina 15 years ago. Uh, when the first month we moved here, the street we live on, when people, you know, people are like this Southern hospitality thing, when they drive down the road there, everyone just waves. If you're standing on the front porch or anyone's outside, they just wave when they're driving by. And I'm like, I don't take that as a, my first, you know, couple months here. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm really skeptical. I'm like, do you know them? No. 
why the fuck they waving? <laughs> like, I'm ready to like, okay, like lock everything down. They're casing our house. <laughs> fuck these bitches. Okay. Uh, like, I don't trust anyone. You know, this is not something that's normal where I came up, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> if somebody's nice when they're walking down the street, the next week they're trying to break in your fucking house. Mm. Uh, so when we got to South Carolina, I was the same way. And I was like, Oh, they really are fucking nice. Like they're yeah. just, Hey, what's up? You know, I'm like, Holy yeah. shit. I've had uh, literally in 15 years, probably 20 times strangers pull into the driveway because we're outside, you know, we have, you know, 20, 30 people here for a party and they'll pull in and be like, Hey, what's going on? We live down the street, you know, like, uh, I'm like, yeah, come on, man. You want a beer? You know, like, and we make yeah. new friends. Uh, but the first couple months I'd have been like, get the fuck out of here. I got my gun right here, bro. I'll shoot your ass. So <laughs> I say that. Um, it's, it's like, I'm glad I grew up as a nice kid, as a friendly yeah. person, but I, you know, you take that naive little friendly kid, throw him in the ghetto. I'll, oh, here's one of them. Surprised it took her this long to there get you up. Go. The other one's probably sleeping or puking somewhere. <laughs> and I'll find it when I wake up in early in the morning, take a piss. You'll step, step on, on it. it. It'll go yeah. between your big toe and your middle exactly. toe. Exactly. Okay. Every, every time. <laughs> but uh but yeah. But this is lady. Uh I, I am an animal person, not just a dog guy, not just a cat guy. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I only I got love I love animals too. Yeah, same here. I, I got tricked into getting the second the second cat. She my friend uh found a box of kittens out in the middle of nowhere. Oh shit. While they were doing that Google thing, whatever the hell that was. Oh, geocaching, whatever that is. I don't know what these geocache are. dude. That's fun, no bro. That sounds like a lot more work than I want to put into. <laughs> dude, it's fucking fun. Me and my kids did a couple times uh when I was coming out of being sick. I was able to walk again. I was I was looking for something to do. Whatever we did a geocache. I was like, oh, I found this thing. It's like a tra- you know scavenger hunt thing mm. all across the world. Like not just you know in each state, like across the world. Yeah. And they have these, you know, dude. It was fun. It's fun. But anyway, nice. Yeah. Yeah. But she found a box of kittens, and I thought about I thought about like no, I'm pl- kind of planning to get a dog next year. Okay. And uh, most most apartments only allow two pets maximum. Uh, so and then uh like November of that year, she she said he's the last one, and uh he's like the sweetest one. He's kind of dumb too, and he yeah. kept she just kept texting me and te- I'm like I know we work together, but quick texting texting mm. me this shit. But eventually he, she said I can't remember what he said, but it just like said all right, I'm getting this little guy. And so the, and to me, the funniest part of it was me being an Asian uh, looking man of Filipino and mixed Chinese and Spanish. Yeah. Uh, met her in front of a Chinese restaurant and she was giving me a cat. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro most people don't know what that means but i'm gonna tell you right now when i was in Japan, when i was in okinawa mm. we they they didn't have cats as pets okay nope. no yeah that's what we were eating on friday night when we were drinking and they had chicken chicken cacciatore or whatever you know <laughs> on the on the on the stick you know yeah yeah uh yeah you, no you see yeah. a stray cat in okinawa 
uh, on the main street when, you know, when we're out there, you see it one night, the <laughs> next night, bro. Uh, uh-uh. oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, 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 it's funny because I grew up in the Philippines and dogs were, were, uh, food. Yeah. And, um, for sure. We had, we did have our own pet dog. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I remember cause we lived in this, these apartments, my, my dad managed these apartments and, um, uh, they're basically condos. Um, and I used to walk, just walk down the street to the pool hall, uh, and watch the people play pool there. Yeah. And then, uh, cause you know, we had a, uh, a champion pool player for a long time, a Filipino pool player for a nice. long time. It was, yeah. uh, I think his name was Efren or Edwin. I can't remember, but I can, can never remember his name, but, and, you know, I still remember one day just walking down there and just looking to my right at this, you know, a barrel with fire coming out of it and a dog hanging by its leg over the fire. Yeah. And I just said, Hey, I just wave at him and just kept walking. And it was nothing to me. Yeah. And then, you know, that, thought process that the thought about you shouldn't do that to your pet cats or dogs or whatever came when i moved to the u.s and then i tell my friends about it they're like what like and it goes like you know guys being guys will make fun of you your race your family whatever when you're good friends you do that to each other that's how it goes exactly and then and then he goes yeah well your your country eats dogs i'm like yeah it's actually true i've seen i've seen it happen so uh that doesn't work on me. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't hurt my feeling. Like that's no, it's uh, yeah, that, that was a normal thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, we went to Korea for a couple months and we went to the snake thing. I know nobody has, or most people don't have, you know, snakes as pets or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love snakes. Uh, it's one of my favorite animals out there, yeah. but um, you know, we went and they had like a Cobra mongoose, uh, show or whatever, you know, fight yeah. in a pit. And um, they had this little tiki bar set up where we went. And they had uh, a rope, like a lot, uh, string uh, hanging up and have a dead snake hanging over it, right? Clothes pinned or hung on it somehow. Um, but it would be draining the blood into a bottle. They, they cut it, cut the head off or whatever. And, um, and they would, uh, you know, you would serve, you would drink that they would serve that as a shot. You could mm-hmm. drink, you could have a shot of snake blood because in that culture, which I'm not sure if that's a similar kind of belief in the Philippines, but, mm-hmm. uh, you consume the, the spirit of the animal. I'm and, sure there um, are some parts we were definitely more city, city type folks. So okay. I'm, I'm sure that if I dig deep enough, there's something out there similar to that. Cause I, I've heard a lot right. of stories growing up. I'm sure. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, you, you get the, the spirit of the animal. We, you know, so we would do a shot of snake blood, you know, cobra blood, uh, obviously without the venom, because, you know, when you tell people that they're like, you you like they think they don't understand how a snake works uh with mm-hmm. their venom sacs and their you it's know right here right, right in their head so <laughs> they think their blood is you know, poison <laughs> so you drank snake poison no i drank snake blood you know but anyway we do a, a shot of snake blood uh when we were in korea but yeah it was a real common thing you know these animals um hanging from whatever uh you know, the cats in Okinawa, uh, dogs where you're at, 
Um, I never saw a dog in Okinawa, but I think that they did the same thing there because we never saw stray dogs. Um, and I'm sure there's dogs in yeah. Okinawa, Japan. So, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, of course, you know, like I said, this is uh, 1990, 91. I was there. Um, but yeah, that that's a, a cultural thing that is um, very common yeah. with whatever kind of animal is, you know, common to their habit, you know, habitat or whatever you call it you know it's uh that's yeah. what they grew up with i mean we had cows you know yep. here in america we have cows lambs uh chickens and then we learned how to mass produce the shit so they farm the hell out of it it's not natural whatever they're doing um mm-hmm. they they you know so but you know people get so weird about uh, the dog thing, bro. I was yeah. playing a game. Uh, you're a gamer. So uh, I played Division 2. It's one of my yeah. favorite games. And um, so uh, in Division 2, they have when you're running through the streets to go to whatever location, uh, there's a bunch of stray animals, deers, raccoons, little foxes and all kind of shit. Dogs as well. Well, me and my buddy are playing. He's a dog lover. And I've known this guy for 12 years, right? We're, we're really good friends. Um, and we're playing and I'm just shooting everything that moves as we're, we're, we're bored. Okay. We're going from mission to mission. We're trying to accomplish this um, control points or whatever yeah. on the map. Okay. So uh, in between, and there's a lot of places where you can't fast travel, uh, yeah. you know, closer to that. Uh, control point so you have to run so uh anything that starts running out of the trash can it's a raccoon i shoot it fucking deer shoot it dogs i shoot them this motherfucker goes nuts (laughs) this is my friend who knows me for 12 years uh and he starts flipping out like i shouldn't be doing that i'm like bro it's a fucking game like i shoot humans in this game and you're not saying a sh- saying anything like what? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, oh man, I, I yeah, I, I still have a hard time shooting dogs or when a dog dies in a vi- or cat or animal dies in vi- a video game, I still feel terrible about it. <laughs> like oh man, my, I must my, be detached because I don't. Yeah. I, I'm just like it's a game, bro. Like yeah, yeah, I do, but it's like I get into stories. Well, that that's different. If that's, that's yeah, different. yeah, especially if there's a story. If it's part of the cutscene or something, yeah, yeah, uh, like like yeah, and uh, remember uh, in uh, in Call of Duty, the way they made um, where you, in the story mode, in the campaign mode, where you uh, where a dog attacks you, the way you had to kill the dog, that was different. That made you feel something, you know, like it was really intense. And you didn't want to. Oh God, yeah. Oh God, because of the dog. But you had to to survive. Yeah, like survive. you couldn't get past. Yeah. Yeah, that so, was that was easier to get through. Yeah. But it's like I'm playing Red Dead Redemption, and I see a cat get run over by a damn dragon. <laughs> I'm like, what the? The cat was right there. Why did you hit it? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, 
and you know like attachment to movies like there are certain scenes especially like the good marvel movies i'll just start welling up right here man oh jesus because i i I can watch any movie no matter how bad it is and and find some sort of enjoyment in it and once i'm into it I, i love it and then once i'm into a movie and it's really good I get emotionally attached to it. So it's just like, yeah. I'm, I'll be that guy when Aunt May dies and I'm sitting here doing this <laughs> in the theater and hopefully looking around saying, nobody's looking, nobody saw because everybody's crying too. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, uh, before we started a podcast, I, um, uh, today at work, I was uh, busting up concrete. So uh, tile and, in, you know, in a bathroom, I was ripping out all this concrete uh subfloor you know the uh backing board well mm-hmm. you know you probably yeah. did some of this shit okay so when you put tile up in a bathroom typically you put instead of drywall mm-hmm. uh you put up backing board or the backer board so it's like mixed with concrete with this little foam stuff yeah. with thread and all that kind of shit so when you it, it's great putting it up because it's already formed you just slap it up screw it in put the tile on whatever when you're ripping it out it says fuck you bitch okay mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's a ton of dust well um yeah. so i'm sitting on the couch my wife and i we were watching uh monday night football and uh and i'm rubbing my i'm like oh dude all this concrete dust and uh she's like and so i was kind of stuffy and my eyes were watering and she's like she was making a joke she's like you know we've been together 30 years and uh She's like, it's okay, honey. You don't have to cry. I'm like, I know. I I think I need to cry to clear my sinuses out. And I said, tell me something that would make me cry so I can clear my sinuses out before this podcast. uh, So I don't need to be sniffing on on here all the time. And uh, she's like, "Uh, I don't think anything makes you cry. And I was like, oh, that's not good. (laughs) I'm not going to say sociopath, but... uh... I mean, come on now. Uh, I'm animated. I'm, I'm emotional. Uh, I'm passionate. I just, I have a hard time finding something. I really do get attached to things. Uh, but the only time I've cried during like a movie or a, you know, a emotional thing or whatever is when I'm drinking. When I'm not drinking, oh, yeah. That's even worse. I am like, eh. <laughs> Bro, I I cried when Optimus Prime died in the very first Transformers movie. I did choke up. I choked oh, up dude. with that one. I I saw it in 1990. Yeah, because I rented it from Cox Video. Took it. I'm like, oh my god, they made a GI Joe and a Transformers movie. Sweet. <laughs> so I watched GI Joe first because then you know i grew up with that cartoon yeah and then i said okay transformers how good is this gonna be and then he died and i'm sitting in the living room just bawling <laughs> <laughs> and then the michael bay movies came out and ruined all that so yeah. that ruined everything bro ruined well it it, it hot it made it hollywood you know it is no it just it just made it bad yeah <laughs> so it's just terrible i'm i'm I the one midnight release movie I ever went to, and it was that one. Oh, I'm, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> and and both of my friends are that I went with are too. Oh shit! Well, did you have good uh, movie theater popcorn at least? No, we were too drunk to order anything, so we <laughs> we, were coming, we we went to Denny's, 
and before there and you know it's like yeah all right let's have a few drinks and you know a few shots later we're at the movie theater just standing there and me just getting mad yeah just madder and madder by the end of the film (laughs) so yeah it it was it looked good yeah but that's that's how i've been with this uh the new uh lord of the rings series they came I gave out. it two episodes and I'm out bro I did the exact same thing I I uh, so the first towards the end of the first one I was like okay I'm gonna give it the second one a chance because I read all the books and I read the Cimmerillion okay uh I mean I read everything I, I I could on that on that series and uh and so when this came out I was excited first episode I'm like eh okay I'll give the second one a chance and then bro by the end i was like the last half of the second episode my wife and i are watching it now she's used to me commenting during (laughs) movies or shows especially you know military movies that don't you know modern day uh military movies that don't um follow like like i'm like what the fuck that wouldn't happen (laughs) you have to if you want to do something that's outside of normal uh our universe laws you know rules like gravity and whatever you know strength and all that kind of shit uh you have to explain that character for me to say okay that can make sense um but if you don't and you just throw it in there i'm like wait a minute what the fuck that what and that's exactly what the Lord of the Rings has done. Yeah. And I'm going, first off, if they made it interesting and followed some of this stuff, uh, the basic rules of that universe, uh, I could accept, you know, I, I, w- I would be interested in watching it. But there's they, they made this character so uh, in your face, kind of overblown. And I'm like, where the fuck? I, there's nothing in the book where where's this coming from and they didn't explain any of her character uh throughout this whole series i'm going uh, and i can't stand when something doesn't make sense bro yeah oh, like God. give me a little bit to 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 grab onto or something so we turned it on so at the end of it she was like eric please do not watch the next one because it's fucking <laughs> annoying as hell when you watch this. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm not enjoying this at all. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I don't look, take it that far. Like I said, I could watch like terrible movies and right. uh, easily, but if I judge it by how bo- my boredom level is. Yeah. And episode one is like, all right, I'll give it a couple episodes. Episode two, I'm sitting there playing pool on my iPad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm out. And it was the same thing with uh, the the House of the Dragon. It was the same thing to me. I, I actually, did, I didn't I've, yeah, I, I, I'm finding I it interesting. It. Yeah, I I I got into it. I don't I don't know. Uh, the last two episodes were really slow, but um, they threw enough in there for me to keep watching. Or maybe it's because um, my son and daughter in law mm-hmm. are really into it. And it gives yeah. us something to talk about. So, whereas the Lord of the Rings thing, no one besides me wants to watch it. So, yeah. uh, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely get. I'll definitely give House of Dra- House of Dragon a little more another chance. It's okay, but uh, it's it's hard for me 
for one thing, it's hard for me get to get into a new TV series, even though yeah. this is kind of related to uh, um, Game of Thrones, which I loved. Okay. It's still it's still hard for me to get into uh, a, a, a TV series. Like it took me forever to start watching um, Parks and Rec, and I've still only watched the first season. I enjoyed it, but I have Dude, to. Dude, I've like, watched like two episodes of that. <laughs> I, I never watched it. It's it's yeah. They said it's funny. It's it is funny, but yeah. uh, it was like everybody always starts a com- especially with a show like The Office, the U.S. version of it. Yep. They were like, just get past the first season. I'm like, dude, if a first season can't capture me, I'm out. So why? Yeah. <laughs> when people say that, I'm going, um, okay. I don't care if if I have to better. suffer through, like force myself <laughs> through the first whole season. Like if you said, okay, get past the first episode because they're building exactly. characters and, you know, their backstory and shit like that. That's fine. A whole season, bro. Uh-huh. You can fuck off. Okay. Yeah. I don't have that kind of attention span. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, like the speaking of first episode, uh, get past that one. For me, it was my buddy at work. It was Squid Game. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the very first episode is this guy. This guy's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Why? The, he's a terrible father. He's a terrible yep. human being. Yep. But I'm like, I feel something coming on this. So I watch the rest of it. I'm like, holy crap, this show is awesome. I'm like, I just keep telling you, just get past the first episode. Yep. And it's golden from there. And then it, you know, the entertainment part comes from that. Comes it really from. is. And yeah. you got to have that backstory. Yeah. That character to understand, you know, the second episode. Like there are some things, and I understand that. And I feel like uh, some people, if you've read, uh, books like novels, not like self-help books or informational mm-hmm. books, but novels. Yeah. If you read novels, uh, most really, really good novels that draw you in, um, they don't start out with, you know, the first chapter doesn't start out with fucking boom. Yeah. Uh, there's this explosion and these guys are running in and it, you know, it's not like a fucking movie. Okay. Um, or a, a TV series that that it, it, it builds these characters, mm-hmm. it tells stories for all these different things, and it sets all this stuff up. So some of that stuff is telling you details uh, that kind of intertwine with all this shit uh, later on. And so you can be reading it when you're tired or whatever, and you're kind of like just skimming through, and, and nothing really grabs you right away. You're just kind of like, eh, you know, you're skimming through it. And then the second chapter is okay. But this might be a fucking 50 chapter book. Yeah. You know, our timelines are sort are slowly are too close together because around 91, 92 is when I started reading books as well. That's fucking great. And you and I were both in California, probably yeah. in the same area. But we were both in California in 91, 92. <laughs> So yeah, mine was Dragonlance Chronicles one through okay. three. Uh, I read a bunch. It was my reading was definitely all f- a lot of fantasy stuff. I yeah, I read uh, Lord of Rings stuff, of course, Hobbit as well. Yeah, I, I tried to read the Game of Thrones ones, but I for some reason I, it didn't it didn't grab me. Yeah. But I, I really have not read a novel in so long. I've tried to read read a few books here and there, but it's just like I, my attention span for it just doesn't work anymore. And yeah, I, bl- I blame I blame I blame 
I blame all the media that's out there. <laughs> it's like, you mean I don't have? I mean I don't have to sit in silence and use my imagination? All right. You know, I could just actually watch it. And why don't they make this into a movie? It'd be so much. And then I'm like, oh right, because most of the books that turn into movies are dog are shit, shit, bro. Like, shit. Except for The Crow and Thirteenth Warrior. Now the Thirteenth Warrior, I remember the name, but I can't remember the movie. But the uh, the Crow was fucking awesome. And the fact and I'm going to tell you, do you believe the movie? conspiracy behind Brandon Lee? Which one was it? I don't remember. Brandon Lee was Bruce Lee's. Oh yeah, I know who he is. I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. the conspiracy is. But... Well, he, he so he got killed on yeah. set by the same type of thing happening where uh, somebody when they were filming the movie. Somebody's supposed to have blanks and they had a real, yeah. uh, you know, round in the chamber. Yeah. And the killed plug, him. like supposedly came out of it. Same thing with, uh, you know, Bruce Lee. But mm. um, anyway, yeah, the crow was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. And it pisses me off. And yeah, the, uh, the two after that don't exist. The second sort of exists. The third one right. sure as hell does not. No. And no. they're they're doing a remake of it with Jason. Are they Momoa, real? I think. Yeah. With who? Jason Momoa. Oh, okay. So I'm that like, doesn't even uh, fit the character, bro. He's too fucking big. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, like I'm I'm a huge fa- fan of James Ovar, and he said he modeled him after Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop <laughs> is a jack like that. <laughs> My God, Iggy yeah. Pop's small, bro. Yeah, he's tiny. That's why. Oh, that's why Jesus. the crow is just like if you read the comic book, I, which I did. I was a big comic book nerd because I used to draw all the time too. Yeah, it's one of the thirty thousand hobbies that I have. Uh, you know, I read the comic book and then I saw the if you bought the Blu-ray uh, of the crow, it came with like an interview with James, with the artist and author. Uh, and he just said, yeah, I just I just saw he popped. I liked how he moved, how his body looks. So it's kind of how I design him. Like, yeah, holy crap. I see that now, <laughs> you know. Right. That's why he was in his second movie. <laughs> mm. but yeah, man, it was. So oh. how do you how do you go from uh, <laughs> Philippines to California to uh, construction maintenance slash whatever you know worker with your dad to uh, getting in fights all the time teenage angst um, <laughs> and then working at Kroger when do you get into airsoft and how do you get into it Oh wow. Uh... All right. Not a long story, not a long story, but it's kind of (laughs) so definitely, you know, in the uh, where do I start? Okay, so September, September of 2018, I was I was going to uh, a boxing gym regularly. Mm. So I was going there two, three times a week, spending two two to three hours there just wow. working out just boxing i loved it i loved it i'm still oh, shit. uh you know because i that's my favorite type of workout is actually any kind of martial arts whether it's just boxing kickboxing wrestling so when you go to this <clears throat> when you go to this boxing thing uh are you doing the uh what do they call that the, the uh, cardio speed bag? the yeah. speed bag yeah that's yeah, on I'm the not, rope or yep. the cable yeah, there's the 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 big. Um, oh wait, what's the yeah. uh, difference between the the hanging oh. bag and the one oh, that's the, on the cable up and down? Uh, there's there's one where it's kind of a big. There's the big bag, 
Well, that's the heavy bag, right? That's a heavy bag. Then there's a speed where it's it looks like a teardrop. Right. And, and you're basically just uh, getting your hands in a rhythm. This. And yeah, yeah, you do. Man, there's some guys in there that will throw their elbows in. And like, it's just I've seen that. It's, yeah. it's insane. Then there's that one where it's uh, attached up and down. Yeah. That one, you're really just uh, you're, you're like dodging. Rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. You hit you can get a rhythm on it just bump bump just a slow rhythm and then you could hit it real hard and then move and move okay so okay yeah so i did all of that and uh it was basically title boxing club that's that was a gym i went to okay and they also had kickboxing classes in there it's cardio kickboxing but a lot a lot of people who don't know about it who know some sort of thing about fighting uh they think it's just like you know your regular um what's that like it's like crossfit i'm like sort of yeah. But these, the, all the trainers I've ever worked with at this place were actual fighters. <laughs> and right. a couple of them were working. One of them was a boxer who's been on TV a few times as one of the prelims and stuff and slowly oh, okay. working his way up. So, yeah. And one, and the guy I worked, uh, who has good friend, became good friends with this guy, Wayne, he had an MMA class on Sunday. So I was like, oh, dude, that's awesome. I want to learn. You know, yeah. I definitely want to get better jujitsu. I want to learn jujitsu. I want to learn the finer points of wrestling because I took a little bit in high school. Yeah. Anyway, oh, sorry. Anyway, so uh, the problem with that is it was 120 bucks a month. Mm. And I don't make the mu- that much. I make good money. Yeah. But I don't make that much money. Right. So I said, I can't, I can't afford to do this anymore because other stuff I need, like food. Sure. <laughs> is suffering. Yeah. And I like having my AC on at a certain temperature. No shit. <laughs> so I said, I got to cancel it and I'll just, you know, go to my gym here and, you know, be, be the asshole doing karate moves at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm that guy. I try to find a dark corner where nobody can see me. But, they see me. <laughs> but I, I did find up find another gym that does have, like, a, they do have a cardio kickbox. It's kickboxing class. It's not as intense as theirs. It's a regular gym. They just happen to have it there. So I'm like, you're damn right, and I'm going to pay 35 bucks, 35 bucks a month to go in there and not lift a weight, but just kick the crap out of your bags. Right. I might break one of them because I have broken a couple bags. Yeah, because so, uh, you, well, you were trained for your grandpa to kick a fucking tree, yeah. so <laughs> the bags are nothing. Yeah, yeah. the, the manager there, what was his name? Uh, I can't remember his name, but he he was a smart ass. I, I broke, I basically broke the chain on two bags. Oh, Jesus. Cause I, we were doing uh round kicks on the left side and the right side, the two bags hanging there. And my right, my right kick was just, is just so hard. And um, so I had these bags swinging almost per- perpendicular and I stopped it. I stopped it and I just kicked it as hard as I could. And it swung up and when it landed, it swung up to where the chain didn't swing with it. So it just kicked up oh. and it boom. And it just like snapped that the chain link that's on there. Right. And the trainer just I can't remember his name, but he went up to me and he says, You do another one of those, you're paying for it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm and I'm adding 10 bucks on your on your on your monthly bill. Nice. So anyway, so I had to so, cancel. Uh bottom line is you got some anger issues <laughs> and you use airsoft to work it out. It's okay. Exactly. Airsoft and <laughs> airsoft and kickboxing and tie boxing. I use violence to get rid of it in a happy way. Exactly. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I had to cancel that. So I, for a few months, I just went to the gym, but of course I got bored. 
because uh, I need that physical contact with the bags in, in martial arts. Right. And around January in 2019, I was just looking up gun stuff from like T-Rex, Grand Thumb, all those other gun guys on YouTube. Yeah. And then this video comes up, said Novarich on the bottom of it. No Maybe? shit, right? And I was the first like, time I saw it, I was like, how do you say this? Yeah. <laughs> So I said, I'm like airsoft and I'm sitting here, this guy in like a, in a full camo and a, and a sniper rifle. I'm like, what the f- is this? Yeah. And I was like, play. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday night. I'm going to bed because my YouTube is uh, like the most watching uh, right before I go to bed. It's usually watching YouTube for a while. Then. 20 minutes of no YouTube to rest my eyes and then finally go to bed. Yeah. Uh, and then seven hours later, I'm still on YouTube, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> and then I hear, I, I, I'm not even aware of what's going on. I went through like not Rich's catalog. I went through demo, um, uh, Dutch, the hooligans. I went through, uh, desert fox airsoft oh you know, I, I went through so many i got hooked that hard and then my alarm rang i'm like oh my god <laughs> you were legit like not aware oh no like was, oh shit gone. it's already morning yeah i didn't realize there was light because oh i'm god. just i'm just i'm just sitting in on my i'm just sitting at my bed just like this and nothing i didn't realize it so it hooked me just like that and uh then, uh, so i ran my ass to work <laughs> so you know pounding coffee all day and, and, and it's it's funny it's crazy when i say that because some people are like what the hell but i'm like dude this happens like once a month it's, it, 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 it happened this it actually happened this uh saturday night yeah where i couldn't sleep because I, I recorded the, a video i just put up today uh, cause uh, we're doing, uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, I've been posting a lot of stuff about Vanguard Kingmaker and that's kind of our event for this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, I've been posting that. So I'm doing videos and throwing promos for that. So I did that, but my brain wouldn't shut the hell up. Yeah. So it's like, all right, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go ahead and work on this video the rest of the day and pound all the coffee I have left. Yeah. And then, um, so anyway, I did that and I just kept for the next couple months, I just kept looking and looking. And then I said, okay, I think I really want to get into this. So it was about June, April or May. And, uh, I said, went to Google and just type airsoft gun and Evic came up. Yeah. A couple of other stores came up. I'm like, okay, let's check Evic. I'm like, Oh, I'm a web guy. So I'm like, Oh, they're the ones paying for advertising on Google. Okay. Yep. That's, uh, for now, I'll stay away from them because I already know that they're the biggest draw as far yep. as stores go. So let's look at page two and, uh, you know, bottom of the page one. And so whatever I, doesn't say sponsored. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yep. exactly. So I, I stumbled on uh, a few other stores and I stumbled on uh, Airsoft GI. Yep. And, you know, I bounced between. So I was looking at prices. I'm like, okay, they're fairly similar in price. So I'm mm-hmm. going between Evic and, airsoft gi so i went airsoft gi and my first i bought i 
you know, the tips, of course, a lot of Google research that happened between the first airsoft video and then, yeah. and as it says, don't, re- don't buy a gun for you for your first time, go and rent. I'm like, nah. <laughs> so I ended up buying an Echo <laughs> one Robinson XCRL. What basically. the fuck? What is uh, it? Yeah. Now? It's, 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 a, it's a, it's an a Robertson Robinson. Robinson yeah. armament. I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's basically an M4. Okay. Uh, with a full wrist rail on it. It's a, this is their logger version. Um, yeah. at the time, it was $109 on sale, okay. regular price, 120 bucks. And right. at this time, I was, I also found out about the D14 airsoft field that was out here. Uh, the couple other fields are out here. I found the D14 Airsoft Facebook page. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting there being the annoying uh, 39 year old asking all kinds of questions <laughs> like, dude, dude I, I, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. Is this good? And it's like, no, yes, no, no that's all right. But I yeah. went with whatever the hell I wanted anyway. And um, so I bought that gun. <laughs> And a couple of weeks later, I grabbed it. I'm like, "Holy crap, this thing's heavy!" Yeah, because <laughs> you know, I've held, I've held and shot a couple AR-15s, and I'm like, "This is heavier than my my friend's dad's AR-15." What the yeah. hell? And I was like, "So, of course, you know, I opened up my closet door and fired a few rounds into a bucket and a blanket." <laughs> and <laughs> That's then, awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah. I got that around, and I ended up buying a uh, the Elite Force Hater. Okay. Because that's the best cheap airsoft gun you could get. Dude, that thing looks badass too. And it's it's it works great. Yeah. Gen two, don't get the Gen one because that thing breaks all the time. But the Gen two, yeah. it looks great. That's oh, yeah. definitely my backup sidearm if my main one goes out. So, uh, I didn't play until September because I am a seal or a penguin in the summer. I don't want to be out in the heat. Gotcha. It's too hot. Yeah. Anything over eighty. 85 i don't want to be part of because right. one i dehydrate real fast anyway yeah i don't want to get overheated that quickly and it, i've gotten overheated before but um so i went out there and i was hooked right away i played one game and i was like i still remember the very first uh because uh one of the guys at the d14 page said hey man um i'll take you out there dude it's your first time let's go i'll roll with you i'm like dude that's awesome i appreciate that yeah that's cool we ran out we i followed him and then he only played like a, two games and stuff he goes yeah i only go until these two mags are are out right and then because he doesn't want to do it all day he said well hell i'm gonna play all day <laughs> so, <laughs> so here i am with my with my chinese knockoff combat shirt <laughs> my five my 85 dollar 511 tactical pants i've only worn twice because it's so damn hot and there's zero breathability in it oh god and a pair of uh hike good hiking boots that i had so yeah. or no i had a my first pair of boots for that was a pair of steel tor steel toe uh condor uh boots oh wow which I ended up slipping in one day at the start of the game, at the start of the day, and broke my big toe nail in it. Jesus. There was just like this much room, just a tiny bit of room between my toe and the boot, yeah. and the end of the boot. And uh, we're at the entrance to the feet, the main field, uh, D14, there's a little hill 
that goes into your creek and there was just one slippery spot in there that got in i slipped and my toe just slammed into the steel toe <laughs> and the steel thing it just went like this and it was the beginning and that was my first bb wars as well <sighs> so so it broke and i limped through that whole day with oh. it I, I got home my whole toe was purple and I looked at it. I'm like, yep, that's broken right at the root. So I'm going to have oh, to wait God. a few months for the sucker to fall out. <laughs> that shit hurts, bro. Oh, it, it did. But I, I walked it off. But, you know, uh, three months later, I, I pulled it off. I still have the video of me pulling it off because I had to send it to my what a uh, couple of my sisters who I knew. Yeah. Because that's what you do with family. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, sis, check this out. <laughs> just, just nothing. Just send video turn message turn notifications off and go play video games oh that's funny <laughs> that's what we do we're family so i got into airsoft. so you started so your first airsoft game was by yourself you just oh. you watched some videos and you decided no like no friends talked you into it you were just like hey i'm gonna go try this out yeah and it's in that comes- that's kind of rare bro like most people I've talked with, uh, you know, their friend, their brother, their, you know, relative, whatever, uh, their partner, their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you know, gets them into airsoft. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think part of it was because we, you know, I played, I've played a couple paintball games. Right. I mean, it was fun, but it was like, man, everybody's so fast in here, and I'm big, dumb, and slow. <laughs> and I, and I, 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 to me, this meant this meant something. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You, know, you can't feather the trigger, bro. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was. So, I didn't either. Because I saw uh, there was one kid in, next to me who was doing that. And I'm like, what the Jesus? I'm like, I don't... <laughs> but yeah, but uh, it, it was fun, but it, you know, I didn't get into it. Yeah. But, you know, growing up in the 80s and early 90s and my dad saying, hey, we're going to see a movie. Let's go watch Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> and yeah, Hamburger, buddy. And Hamburger Hill. Oh, Rambo yeah. First Blood. Rambo yes. First Blood Part 2. Yes. Three, Rocky 1 through all of them. Bro. So, you know, I got whatever you just said right there. That whole lineup. If you want to get anyone is listening and watching this. If you want to get motivated. Okay, or help to get motivated. Motivation ain't gonna, you know, just fucking lift you off your couch or lift you out of your gaming chair uh, to go do something. You actually have to go do something to get motivated. You can be motivated inside a little bit, but the most motivation you're gonna get is when you go take action. But if you want to help that a little bit to get out of your house, to get out of your apartment, to get off your ass whatever all those movies he just mentioned right now rocky rambo fucking uh you know full metal jacket you know yes go watch that shit with a purpose to get more motivated to get off your ass to go do something all right i'm telling you it works it's helpful it does and that's and you know we were as being a dumb kid, we were the kids out in the park in the in the big wooded area of a park, shooting each other with BB guns. Yeah, not airsoft. Me gun. too. Me too. The no real BB guns. Oh yeah, he says okay, point one seven seven steel BBs, bro. Yep, yep. We had the copper ones with like, no yeah. fucking eye protection. 
<laughs> yeah. I still got a, a scar on this knuckle. Uh, oh, yeah. I've, I've only gotten shot in the chest because, yeah. you know, you always had that argument. Bro, that's not 30 feet, man. <laughs> you, were, you were way closer to 30 feet. Right. And then, you know, it's like to us, 30 feet was like, you know, 15 feet or 10 feet or something. Exactly. Like it was like, man, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know how I'm still alive. Now, what what uh, air rifles do you guys use? I don't know. It was mostly pistols. Did you have the uh, pumps? Yeah. Well, one of my buddy had the pump, but it shot too hard. It, it looked like it, it to us. It was more intimidating. So, no, man, we, we only got to use the pistol. That's it. Oh, OK. We always, yeah. We only oh, went yeah, out there yeah. pistols. I never had one of those. I had yeah. the uh, we had the rifles. We had the Daisy one mm-hmm. pumps. Yeah, that's uh, the one we had. Yeah. And then we had the what well, Crossman came out with the 10 pump. OK. Yeah. That was the one you charged. Up. Bro. Oh, we were scared of that one. We were like, <laughs> OK. Whoever got that one, I never got one until I was older. Um, I had the Daisy one pump. My dad got me when I was 12. My mom was pissed because she didn't want guns in the house. And um, so that one pump was like the Springers in Airsoft. Mm-hmm. Pew! It would just yep. drop like this. Uh, my buddy brought over a, a Daisy uh, or a um, Crossman 10 pump. And he pumped that fucker up 10 times. It was like a fucking 22, bro. Oh, yeah. Shooting like a rocket. It yeah. was awesome. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, all those movies definitely. And playing Airsoft, BB Airsoft with my yeah. friends got me into that. And like, okay. I've, I've always have a, have always had a fascination for guns. You know, it's uh, whether it's real or fake or whatever. I'm, right. I'm, into it. I'm like, cool. Like, I'm, I, it's like I look at a video game now and it's just like, I wonder how that, would function as an airsoft gun. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I like, I'm a huge fan of uh, the Ghost Recon Wildlands of Breakpoint. And there's, there's and oh, yeah. break, Breakpoint, uh, what's his name? John Barenthal's character had the silver stake, which is this giant rifle, DMR yep. rifle. I'm like, I need that as an airsoft gun. Exactly. That is, I, I'm not much for the dream gun type of guy, but I'm like, that's the gun I want. One, as a real rifle that I can own, and yeah. two, as an airsoft rifle so I could shoot people with it. But yeah, so yeah, but the airsoft, I just got into it, man. I got hooked right away. Yeah. And me being, and luckily, I, I put, uh, I'm glad I'm able to put my ego aside. And not go in there and try to pretend like I know everything. I, I like the first day after my the friend I made left. His, uh, I go up there and, go, and people talking to me. I'm like, bro, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just here to have fun. I saw this on YouTube. I was like, I've already played a couple, but uh, I'm gonna keep playing. Yeah, and I love it. But yeah, yeah, don't follow me, man. You guys are gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know and after that i just kept going and going and going and then i don't know why i started making videos because it, it was probably maybe a year after i started playing that when i said i'm gonna cheap you know i'm gonna try this out with just uh an acaso ek 5000 from amazon which is pretty <laughs> it was just decent yeah it, it works and uh i have the software to edit video you know with the I, I had the same so. camera yeah 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 and it i was like hey this is pretty cool and then uh after a while i just like uh one of my 
you know, I, I always, in my videos, I always put dumb, stupid comments. Like my video style is basically, how can I make this funny and stupid at the same time? Yeah. That's usually my intros and my outros. Um, or some stuff in the middle as well. And, you know, for me, it's just like, I want to keep it somewhat PG 13 ish. Yeah. So kind of my style and uh, you'll never see like a title that for me, that says cheater video or fight video from there, because to me, those cheater videos don't bother me so much because I justify it by saying, I hope the guy who cheated finds this video and fixes his gameplay out there. Right. But for me, the fight videos, it's like, get that out of here, dude. You're just making <laughs> you're you're just making everybody look bad. Uh, yeah. you're just you're just making the field look bad. You're making the people look bad. You're making the sport look bad. So that's never gonna be like I've had argue I have film video of people arguing really hard. Yeah. Like where I had to go in there break it up. I'm like, guys, you know, there's no point. And, you know, I try, I always try to make a funny comment in the middle of it to kind of ease attention a little bit. Like sure. one, one of the ones I use, I'm like, are any of you getting paid to play this? Then why are you mad? <laughs> you're, See, losing, I, you're losing money and getting mad at somebody. I would be <laughs> horrible be mad at about that losing because <laughs> I love conflict. So I'm the one when people start doing that, I'm the one that stands right up to them and like, yeah, do you hear what he said? You're going to take that? What the fuck, bro? You know, yeah. <laughs> fight, uh, fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah. So oh, I wouldn't film yeah. it, but I'm the one instigating. You know, if some, if two people are already, I won't instigate a fight from nothing. But mm -hmm. if two people are starting some shit, <laughs> I'm like, well, come on then. What are you doing? You're gonna run your mouth. You better run your fist. Okay, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the guy who's who after he turned thirty, he said, I, "I'm just gonna break up fights <laughs> because it it just it just worked out for me." Yeah, a, a few times at at the bars I used to go to, to where a fight was about to erupt, and I, I, I for some reason I'm good at it. Yeah, to where I just go, guys, you just need to chill out, man. That's so, good. You know, was, but you know, if somebody swings at me, it's on. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I if mean, somebody if somebody puts their hand on me, bro. If somebody swings at me now, today, like right now, I'm like, okay, you won. Uh, I'll just, yeah. If I it, and unless I have my gun on me, uh, <laughs> bye, because I ain't swinging back, bro. That yeah. the healing process I was talking about earlier. Yeah, fuck you. It ain't worth fighting over. Okay, because yeah, I don't want to take you know. Well, back when I was 20 in the military, uh, I'd heal in two days. Now Ooh. it takes two weeks. Okay. God. Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have our Vanguard event on Saturday The I took the Friday off this week so I can help set stuff up. I'm like, yeah. God, I'm, I'm 44 and out of shape. And then I'm going to go help them set stuff up. God, I hope it's not a lot of walking. Where's the 20 year olds that we could get? You know, we can get them. Yeah. Out, yeah. yeah we carry all the heavy shit, walk all the long distance. Exactly. Okay. Like we're going to put just this direct. We're just going to put this shit in trucks. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm already thinking about going to our our FOB on Saturday is like because we're going to end up, you know, hauling most of our stuff there. I'm like, yeah. that's that 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 hundred 
that 50 yard walk's going to piss me off, bro. <laughs> and then I'm going to go play airsoft and you guys are asking me to help. Yeah. Down. I'm like, bro, <laughs> look, for I, real. I, 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 I look young for being 44, but understand yeah. my body died like three years ago. <laughs> running on fumes well, you don't fumes. recover as fast. Like, oh, you do no. look, you do, you know, you look way younger than 44 for sure. Uh, and I look younger than my age. You know, most yeah. people do. Honestly, you know, most people I've met uh, nowadays, uh, as long as they drink enough water and they hydrate mm-hmm. um, a decent amount, uh, that you know, they look younger than whatever they say they are. Yeah. Uh, but it is uh, your muscles. St- you can look young or younger than your age. Your muscles don't give a fuck what you look like. Your muscles are like, bro, I'm 52. Okay. I ain't recovering as fast as, you know, as we used to. So they're like, hell no. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's why it's like, I took Friday off so I could hydrate stretch. Cause I, I have from everything from uh, playing guitar to lifting heavy things in my early twenties. It's all yeah, coming yeah. back and having to, ter- I'm working in front of a computer and I'm always slouching and I catch oh, myself when I stop. Right. So I have to do yoga like every day. Like I sure. have a, I have a reminder on my phone that says, do your fucking yoga at 6 PM after work. Good. So right after that, I go, I chug a big bottle of water and just go start stretching Good it's not full you. on yoga but it's it's definitely just stretching my neck and my shoulders and my sure. back uh so yeah the and it, yeah it does take me a couple days for me to fully recover mm-hmm. but um i'm i am working on that to where you know it, I, I i just got to get back in shape and you yeah know, that's uh you know when i talked to uh kiki mustang he was uh he does uh yoga that's part of his regiment you know, obviously it's so good um, for you. Yeah. It's so good. And especially if you want to do that kind of creeping around and what he does, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's uh it's a really good thing. And anyone out there, uh, you know, most of the time as you get older, uh, the majority of our, uh, daily motion, you know, whatever entails like our work or so if you think about where you use your muscles, so you're sleeping, you're laying down, you get up, you go to the bathroom, you know, walking, if you're not walking for long distance, you know, at a time before you stop, uh, it doesn't help you. And that's, I think, you know, where a lot of people, uh, they use this, uh, watch thing, you know, the iWatch thing or whatever it is. Um, they say, oh, I got my 10,000 steps in. Yeah. But it was, uh, 50 steps at a time inside an office or a building where you walk back and forth and then you stop, you walk, you stop, you walk. That's not the same thing oh, no. as walking an airsoft field and a mill sim that mm-hmm. is, you know, eight acres and you're walking nonstop for like four football fields, bro. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, with and 30 pounds hills. extra. Yeah. And, and hills. Hills. That you yeah, the terrain up. is up and down, up and down yeah. and not just up and down, but it's not flat. So your body, you know, every step you take, if it's uneven ground, there's muscles being used as your foot goes like this, you know, in and out, back and forward, side to side. Like you have to adjust for that or else you oh, yeah. lose your balance. 
so uh i never thought about that i never fucking thought about my my whole life because it comes natural as you grow up as a little you know as a toddler as you start you know running and you learn how your your feet adjust really fast yeah uh i never thought about it until five years you know seven years ago when i was paralyzed and i was coming out of that and i had to learn how to walk again uh and use those muscles oh my god yeah Bro, just when I walked on flat surface, fine. Okay. I can get a, you know, I can kind of uh, rehab. Uh, put me on the fucking yard on grass where it's a little tiny bit uh, uneven. I'm like, oh my God, it's like 10 times the workout. <laughs> so you don't realize when you get out there on the airsoft field, if you're not used to that, um, <clears throat> your muscles, all kind of muscles are going to be sore. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're getting a workout, but anyway, yeah, that. Uh, so you go from uh, watching some YouTube videos to getting an airsoft, and what was your first uh, after that first game where the guy from the field helped you? Mm-hmm. Um, were you like all in then, or yeah. did it take some time? No, it, I was all in. Okay, and. Uh, uh, I bought the gun and I said, okay, I can, you know, somebody, uh, somebody told me you could just sell it to swap meet. It's happening soon as well. If you don't like right. it, but you know, the, like, like I said, the, the want for me in my early twenties to join the military and all the action movies right. I ever watched when I was a kid yeah, and paintball, not looking as fun for me. And I have nothing against paintball. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, people. I have nothing against paintball. It's just, it's just not for me. I like the more military style. Sure. Uh, realistic looking. Well, thing. that's what they're missing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's that's, but the one thing I, I love about paintball is that there's no denying that you got shot. <laughs> bro if i've said that long, so many times on this podcast i'm like as, yeah you, as you don't have as it this blows up yep you there's no denying it well it's a heavier item you and know it it's a, it, 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 it it does hurt more um you feel it more for sure oh, yeah. uh so on small tiny you know it's like the pounds per square inch thing mm-hmm. um you know uh paintball has more knockdown power kind of thing. So you'll feel it in the, in your general area, Oh yeah, whatever it's on your arms, your shoulder, your, your body, you know, your uh, torso, your legs, you're going to feel it more often than an airsoft BB. Oh, now yeah. an airsoft BB will hurt more if it's concentrated on a single spot, like yeah. your knuckle, uh, your fingertip, right? Yes. That was a bright so idea. Fingernail. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I had a w- one dumb thought. I said, you know, I because the few t- the times when I I did own a uh, uh, Taurus twenty four seven long time ago, and I just liked the feel of the trigger. I had some a little bit of training, just training on how to shoot and manipulate it. Uh, one of my old friends was uh, trained in it, so uh, and then he had I, I shot his AR fifteen. I'm like, man, this feels good. So he goes, okay, you just move it here, do this. This is how I manipulate it. You put your hand up here, and then I had the bright idea of um, of uh, saying, okay, yeah, I don't want. I like the feel of the trigger. I like doing it. So, dumb dumb me took the 
finger off the finger cover for this finger off and just so happened to be that day i was i i healed somebody and i put it down and i'm doing this look, scanning the area but there happened to be a guy to my right about 50 feet away he just full autos me and like three of them hit like hit the tip of my oh, finger god. oh <laughs> god and it, it hurts so damn. Was bad. it right at the base, your nail too? Oh no, yeah, just right Where in the, the middle. The skin meets the nail. No, right in the middle. Oh god. And it immediately turned purple. So I did, I did the thing I never don't like doing because whenever I'm out there, I try to manipulate it as a real weapon. So I, you know, like anything that looks like a gun, treat it like a real gun. Yeah. So uh, when I handle it, like, uh, like if I start, you know, when I'm shooting, I always try to look at the scope the way a real a real somebody find a real weapon would so it's yeah. kind of my own mental training for myself it, it just makes me feel better so when i see somebody doing that chicken wing thing i'm like oh god <laughs> why it shouldn't bother me it's somebody else but it bothers me so i i mean i do that once in a while I'm like oh wait 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 yeah i'll keep it low but you know it's and um but yeah as soon as i played i was like i'm into this why am I? I'm, I'm looking around and there's all these kids in like a t shirt and jeans and hoodies. <laughs> and on our field, there's a group of like 15 year olds who all have HPA rifles, yeah. who all are little badasses, and they're all wearing stitch onesies, stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, shit. And they're little, they're little monsters, man. Yeah, dude. I I I I ended up uh rolling up with one of them, and I I need to put that video out. But I'll I'll save that video. But he he just the way he handled himself and played around that. I'm like this kid's awesome. This I, no matter what, if I see that kid, one of these kids out there, I'm like I'm gonna roll with those guys because they're just so much fun to watch. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so the, is that the worst uh, shot you've ever taken, or the most memorable? painful uh, shot you ever gotten uh on your fingertip two, two more that one really sucked because to me i like i, I i'm a, i play guitar my yeah. job my main in, source of income is this gotcha so, uh, it's like me i gotta protect my fingers yeah my fingers and my so fingers. anything that that yeah when you have some pain there when you're typing or you're you know using your guitar or whatever if you have to stop and think about it because you're like oh Ah, ah. yeah yeah then uh yeah. yeah it's memorable yeah so i always protect my my hands my eyes and my ears so the important parts for me as far as making money but right. i've gotten the very first shot i ever I, for the first two games that my that my friend took me out for uh i didn't get shot at all and i didn't i don't think I even got any kills. I just saw a lot of stuff happening and fired in different areas. Gotcha. Uh, but as, after a couple of games, he le he left, and I went out there, and me being the guy in an OD green combat shirt and five eleven tactical pants and combat <laughs> boots, some kids thought they should follow me. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, look tactical, like, bro. Exactly. It's like, I have no idea. What, I'm just running around like this with my rifle. <laughs> Bro, most doing. people in charge are really just winging it. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah and that's, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I, that's pretty much how I do it. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to go this way and see what happens. Yep. 
but uh you know i was starting to think it through then it was like how if there's i didn't know the map that well yet if i'd known i'd known exactly where they were going to be because i was uh, there's a the center part of it is just this giant city full of uh, containers mm. and um so i was going to go around the city through the woods and then there's this open area just like a little road that goes up to there's a this small citadel and i got into the other side with the other woods but as soon as i turned that corner of the there's a guard shack there i hear something i turn like this and i felt three hpa bbs hit me like right there on the collarbone like really hard <laughs> and it stung so that was the first shot i ever took that one the finger and the second and the last one the most memorable one was uh, me and this guy, this was a few months down the line. So I kind of got to know the field better. I started making yeah. more friends out there and, uh, now I had a better idea of where to go. And so I end up with this guy, Javier, he's all full kitted out of multi-cam and all this other stuff. I, yeah. I'm, I'm just t-shirt and jeans now. <laughs> and, uh, so we rolled together and we, we were basically sneaking around everybody. Right. Um, and uh, we get into this one shipping container. They go through one door. So he goes, okay, you look, you look there. I'll look here. So I'm covering the door and I, and we were about to move. And then I heard something. So I grab him and, and said, I just said, stop, just be quiet. I pulled my pistol out. Cause I heard somebody coming in through the other side. I see the barrel come in. I see this this girl walk in. She's fully kitted out too. Yeah, she's wearing white tape. I was wearing blue tape. Mm. And I said, I just smiled and pulled the trigger. But my safety was on that pistol. Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Smile gone. (laughs) And I'm like, and I I I just I'm holding it like this, smiling, and then I'm like. My safety's on. Just shoot me. <laughs> so he, goes, he just looks at me and goes, <laughs> I'm like, dead. I'm out. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny, dude. Those were definitely the three. Smiley face thing? to yeah. confused yeah. face. Like, <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that was, I don't, those were my definitely th- my top three deaths of all time. So, so uh, you said you play at a uh, D14. Do you still play at D14? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's where know... we're throwing our event this weekend. No shit. Okay. Honey Badger is a yes. good buddy of mine. He is a good buddy of mine. No shit. Yeah. So then maybe, maybe that's where, uh, maybe that's where I found your Instagram is uh, oh, maybe a comment you made on his or something like that. But, um, you know, all these people just pop up oh, as yeah. I'm scrolling through, you know, people's stuff. Yeah, I was wondering, one, how'd you find me? And why the hell did you invite me? I'm a nobody out here, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you're, oh, no, dude, you're somebody. You got, you got experience. How long have you been playing Airsoft? Uh, what year is it? 22, three years? <laughs> 22? Uh, uh, no, it's four. Yeah, yeah so more than a couple years. years. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fun, man. It, I, and yeah, uh, a lot of my friends tell me you should do more on YouTube. I'm like, bro, I work 40 to 60 it's hours a, a week. Yeah. It's <laughs> I, a lot I, of work, man. And I, I already for my day job sit in front of a computer. Exactly. You don't want to do anything when no. you get home. No. Yeah, Hell well, no. I, I work from home, but you know, it's just like <laughs> exactly. staring at a computer wears you out and I work yeah. like days and nights. So 
Absolutely. Uh, but I, I do try to keep at least a good stockpile of videos in there. And now we have our event this weekend and it's just like, okay, I got to film a lot of good stuff for this because this is the final one for okay. our series. So, uh, so you're not, yeah. you're, you're definitely going to do some, some work for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. make this one awesome. But luckily the guys, uh, cause I ended up joining, I ended up joining a team this year. I was just going to ask you, there. are you on a team? Okay. I just joined, uh, earlier, uh, right, this, right before summer. Yeah, because I, I've been asked before. Uh, I've been asked to join a couple, but I, I was like, "No, man, I'm just out here to have fun. I'll roll with you guys. You guys are right. cool, but I'm not looking to do anything like yeah. that." Yeah, so you don't want to do practice. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, learn coordinated movements and yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. So I ended no. up. Let me put this one on. Yeah, head's all sweaty. Yeah, dude. But I ended up my for this vanguard series extremis uh, uh per ultima so it's latin what does it mean what does it mean i don't know he told me i already how forgot. dare you <laughs> that, and that right there is why uh, you don't want to be i ended team. up joining it's like, it's like, i don't care if you remember but yeah um so for the Vanguard series, this is basically the third and final one of the series because yeah. they were only going to have two events for it. But, and it's basically like a mix of Milsim and BB Wars. So oh. it ha has the elements of Milsim to where really strict on, on rules, really strict on your uniforms Uniform, that you wear. Right. So, you know, you have to follow, it's not, uh, so it's not like it's for my side, I'm joining the UN side. Mm hmm. And uh, so it's like full camo. Gotcha. Um, like I had to correct uh, my video. I, I just uploaded today saying, hey, you got to wear full. I asked him, can I wear an OD green top with a woodland pants? He goes, no, you have to wear a uh, camo top. And gotcha. I'm on his I'm on his team. <laughs> I'm mm. on his I mean, I'm on this team. And he's like, no, right. you gotta wear camo. no exceptions. I'm like, OK, that's fine. I'll run down to the store and grab some. Yeah. yeah. And so I grabbed the camo shirt. But it has like the story elements and not so serious moments of BB Wars. So right. it there that's what kind of what they're wanting to do. And um, so last year they started they started asking my friend, good friend of mine, who you should ask to to, to join your podcast, uh, Matt from Black Wolf Videos. He's a sweetheart of a guy. He does a lot of photography. Black Wolf? Black Wolf videos. Yeah. I can send you a link to his page. Yeah, he's definitely a, do that. Okay. He's a great. He's one definitely one of the friends, big friends I made. Gotcha. Um, sweetheart of a guy, great guy. Uh, and uh he we ended up becoming good friends because the Airsoft GI store used to be two blocks away from my place. No shit. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I only found out because I had to return a sniper rifle. Yeah, and I ordered because it was all dirty and busted. Mm -hmm. And then uh, come to find out, it was like one of their display models at their old store. Right. So I returned it. I ended. So I started going there on a regular basis, of course, hanging out, not yeah. buying things all the time. And one of my best friends now is uh, Dave, who used to be a manager there. So and um, Matt, he ended up he he works with he worked with a GI all the time at, during that time and filmed videos reviewing guns at their store all the time so i'd run into him there right. and we ended up becoming friends so for the vanguard series uh they said we need some funny stuff 
for the videos. So uh, Matt just goes, I'll ask Mark. He's out of his mind. So, uh, <laughs> and it's not far off. What a compliment. I'm like, I'm like you're, not, you're not wrong. And, and I accept that. I'm not yeah, right. I know. Exactly. Not. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, like I was saying earlier, I try to keep my, my site PG, my videos PG 13. Yeah. But it's just like, I got to go through 95%, 95% of the stuff that comes in is just like God awful and will get me. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's why it takes me a long time to crank out. So I can't do this. I want to do this, yeah. but I can't because, it, you know, my parents will disown me and I'll get shot from a Oh, shit. So, so my brain is like really filter filters through a lot. So okay. he asked me to join, you know, do some filming with that. Just to be, at first it was going to be an extra body. And yeah. then Crixus, who's one of the CEOs for the, the for Vanguard, he says, "Hey, uh, you want to do some bits with us?" It's like, "Yeah, we could have lines. You could come up, whatever." I'm like, "Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, I could come up with some stuff, type of scenes." So we filmed a bunch of scenes of me just doing random stuff. Like my character's name is, uh, um, ah, shit, I can't remember. Jesus, Brandon, Brandon something something. <laughs> Brandon right, BB, Brandon BB Wars. Yeah, something like that. I know his name was um, Brandon. I'm probably wrong. He'll correct me later. But uh, so basically, my character has died like seven times in this series, but just oh, shows God. up all the time. You're a cat. Just, you're just like you're, just, you're, you're yeah, your pets. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just show up in random nine lives. Yeah, like uh, the first, the first, and then you know they they were kind of give me some lines to read i'm like and of course i'd say how about this one like my first line in this series was uh me and a guard standing in this creek just standing there and then i just go hey um we're gonna talk about that thing we do last night and he just goes and then we both get shot and we both just fall down and then the very next scene was me standing there with a different guy same outfit same everything going you ever go through deja vu and then get shot again oh jesus but, but after those bits and you know i i ended up becoming really good friends with Crixus. okay this year he invited me to the team just casually he goes man yes it's like i don't know man but you know if you want to join the team that's cool i'm like you know what i like you you're a good guy most of your team is close to my age and you've said, we're not the type of team that'll run and train. We're just out here to have fun. Right. I'm down. And you guys are throwing these Milsimi events, these Milsim events. I want to yeah. be part of that. And I know I can help you because I'm a marketing guy. Yeah. So, you know, I want to be, that's the biggest reason why I've joined because I want to see this grow. Okay. So that's why I've been promoting the hell out of it along with a few, a bunch of other people. And to me, that to me, it's like, I like this because I can put my day job into it. Right. And, and it doesn't affect my day job because they're so casual about it. There's like, yeah, that's fine. And I could be as goofy as I want with it. So, yeah, you're, you're, it's like you're a little more excited about it because when you make something for that, it's not, you can separate in your head. Yeah. It's um, not work. It's not work. It's no. fun. And, you you're excited to use the knowledge and and tools that you have the experience you have uh with that kind of marketing stuff yeah. you know the video and editing and whatever you know like uh i know what makes a good short kind of thing that would promote mm -hmm. this so i want to do it you know to help this cause 
or yeah. you know, team or whatever. Uh, it's a whole different thing. You get, you know, more excited. It's not mundane, you know, boring fucking work. Yeah. Um, you're excited about it. And when you're excited about it and you make something like that, anyone that watches that feels the love, bro, that they, yeah. they, yeah. they know like this person, you know, liked what they were doing uh, yeah. in it. So uh, there's a different kind of feel for it. So yeah. Hell yeah. It doesn't feel like work. It's just me hanging with the guys and a happy right. code code stuff here and there. But uh, I'm I'm down with them, so I oh, accept yeah. it. And a couple of my friends were upset that I joined them and not them. So, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's normal. That's very normal right. because uh, when you start out the way you did, uh, which is you know a lot of people's story, um, and they you know kind of progress through like they try a bunch of different fields or different you know playing with different people or whatever you're just getting introduced to it and then mm -hmm. you play with the same person or three people uh four or five weeks or whatever months in a row um you go out there and you, you build that camaraderie uh yeah. but you know if somebody doesn't ask you like hey we have a team would you like to be a part of it um and, and initially you're really not that serious about it if somebody doesn't ask you uh up front then you're like well no i mean these guys asked so well those other people asked those other people asked but you know it was gotcha. before it wasn't the right time it, it, it just didn't it just wasn't the right time yeah and a lot of the, the biggest reason why i ended up joining vanguard was because of their attitude gotcha it was because after filming stuff with him i never played a game with with crixus okay until like this year but it was just working with him yeah and goofing around with him our text yeah. chain's just stupid and you know all the filming stuff and it to me that was that to me i that just made me want to join more is because like okay they're not taking it that serious they're taking it seriously but they're not taking it that seriously right. it's like we're here There's to have balance fun. there yeah. Yeah. So to me, that the attitude is really what got me into that. Sure. And the fact that, you know, they're making a push to being another airsoft event out there to me, that that drives me to do it more because then, you know, I can use my personal talents from mm -hmm. web design, graphic design, some video. I'm not that I'm OK at video. Uh, yeah. Matt, Matt from Black Wolf does all of their video. OK, I can at least put my talents into it. So I'm like, I'm down with this, man. Because yeah. I, I can only handle so many of the websites I do for work. Yeah, so for sure, I, I, right. I need something different. Like, and, you know, I'm so burnt out. I'm so burnt out sometimes after work. It's like, I can't even work on my own personal websites. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if I'm helping somebody else out, I can put all my stuff aside. Sure. So it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm definitely all in on this with this team. So, well, that's the thing too, man. When you meet people, uh, the, the more you expand your, um, social network you know not just online yeah um, yeah but uh when you meet somebody in in person uh there's chemistry that happens mm -hmm. and that you can't get from you know gaming with somebody online you can talk with somebody over xbox live or whatever it is um on your headset and uh you can you can connect by the stories they tell the words they use you know the sound of their voice that kind of thing you still don't get the chemistry that happens when you're in close proximity with somebody um you know 
yeah. human to human. Uh, you know, you don't get that chemistry. So uh, when you do that, when you have that, it is, uh, you know, it, it's to connect with somebody and not with somebody else isn't a, uh, it's, what do you call it? It's neutral. Like it's not, yeah. um, it's not good or bad. Uh, it doesn't mean you don't like the other person. No. There is a legit chemistry that happens between two people that, uh, that, that you can't explain sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and so when, and timing is a huge thing. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the state of mind somebody's in, uh, when they get asked to be, let's say, a, like you did, a part of an airsoft team, whatever. Um, you know, when, listen, bro, uh, if I went and got sick or whatever, I wouldn't, I, I did not like YouTube. I would have, <laughs> nobody in my family for all of history would have ever thought I would have started a YouTube channel. Um, it was out of desperation. So uh, I've had people say on here, like, oh, it's so cool that you were so into. Uh, or involved in what your kids were involved in, you know, uh, that you did this. I'm like, no, I, I wish I could say it was that noble. Uh, I was totally selfish. Mm-hmm. I wanted something to do to keep from going nuts. Yeah. Uh, you know, from coming out of what I came out of. So I was like, uh, I wish I could say it was a noble cause. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, but anyway, yeah. Timing is a huge thing. It really is. Um, Yeah. But and anyway. yeah, definitely with the chemistry, definitely with the chemistry. Mm-hmm. So I have zero. You, you problem. can't help that. That's no. something you're born with. That is yeah. something that's, you know, part of our DNA. That's part of our makeup that we just connect with certain people uh, at certain times too, mm-hmm. uh, yep. you know, in our lives. So yep. yeah, for sure. So you yep. got, uh, you're definitely all into airsoft. You, uh, you recently, um, got your, well, I guess he kind of started being interested into mm-hmm. airsoft, the guy you worked at, uh, Kroger with when you were yeah. 16 and you bought him a mystery box mm-hmm. and got him all kind of gear and set up to uh, go out and play. Um, I, I didn't look at how old that video was on your YouTube channel. That that was recent. That was recent. That was, right? that was like a month and a half about a month ago and he's gone uh, out and played with you right yeah yeah he's only gone once because uh his yeah. his rifle ended up uh the there's an electronic trigger unit in it yep. that you can program to uh three round burst whatever right and um it went out so okay. it was only full shooting full auto so i had to return gotcha. it return it to gi they honor their warranty so i yeah. just I, I told my buddy do not take the flash hider off don't paint over it don't do anything leave the accessories just in case something happens because gotcha. basics and if anybody ever ha- says lancer tactical suck i'm like yeah that because that was a lancer tactical and let them know that i had a 450 dollar elite force avalon yeah shoot full auto without me pulling the trigger the very first day i ever used it so bro all, all of these things are made by human hands so absolutely they're all bound to screw up i don't care absolutely. what brand it is it something will screw up period i'm gonna tell you the 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 most uh consistent um quality we've had uh, on all the different guns we, you know these guys got were uh, the GNGs. GNGs are great. And the uh, Crytax. Now, Colton Coltrane on our channel, 
he bought um the vector chris vector who mm -hmm. was was that crytek um, yeah the crytek made a made chris, a chris vector mm -hmm. okay he bought it brand new uh came with two mags i think you know they're proprietary mags yeah. whatever um thing was a piece of shit okay piece of shit uh we we it didn't shoot right we couldn't figure out if it was the magwell where the how the mags fit in we couldn't yeah. it, it was a feeding issue yeah um we we narrowed it down to a feeding issue but when it's that uh and you don't know that much about yeah you know how all these different things that go in it and it was a 500 dollars gun uh you're thinking you know you're expecting it to shoot like uh we we you know we these guys got a uh, crytech war sports and um they were fucking awesome yeah awesome. yes those i almost that was almost my first gun but it was like solid I don't bro 300 400 right now but yeah yeah and, and that was like, that was one of the guns on uh on Ghost Recon Wildland. So I right. almost got that thing. <laughs> yeah, the LVOAs, man. Like yep. LVOACs. Uh fucking awesome, dude. Chris and yeah. JP each got one. And they put regular mags in it. Awesome. Draw mags in it. Awesome. Cheap mags, shitty mags, fucking great mags, whatever. Whatever yeah. you put in that thing shoots awesome. Yeah. Uh this vector was a piece of shit. Now yeah. I know that's not most of them. Yeah. So we got, you know, it, it's going to happen. You get one of those clunky ones uh, that, you know, mass production, you're just, you're going to, yeah. somebody's going to get a fucked up one. Yep. Uh, the Lancer tag. So anyway, talk about what you're talking about. So we got a, a really good brand of a good gun that most people have a good experience with. We had shit. Uh, we got a Lancer tactical that was like 98 bucks. Okay. <laughs> M4 shit total, you know, whatever. This thing is still shooting today. It's three and a half years later. Gears aren't burned up. Now we don't put 11 one in it. We only put a nine, oh, six yeah, in yeah. it, but yeah, yeah. still uh, the things run on probably 10 different, uh, you know, three day mil sims. Okay. <laughs> and the thing fucking runs great. It's their backup weapon when they take their expensive guns. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the backup weapon I have now, because uh, I had the Sig Sauer MCX as yeah. my primary. Okay. I, I was going to swap the spring out to knock it down from a DMR to a rifle range. Gotcha. And, uh, but for some reason, the gears in it just lost contact with the piston. Yeah. So it was just, you were firing and you just hear the gear spinning and not doing anything. Mm. So I was like, all right, I have an HPA unit sitting around, yanked it out, put an HPA in it. So I was like, that's my HPA gun. Nice. It, it shoots great. It's so tuned. And if you ever shoot an HPA, it's basically cheating because it's oh, so dude. good. It's, so, it's nice. so much control. It's so it's nasty. So nice. It's so quiet. I And this, that's kind of the only time a suppressor will work is when you're using an HPA or a bolt action sniper rifle. But, you know, it's like, I don't want to run an HPA all the time. Cause I don't want, sometimes I want to re run real lightweight, just yeah. a chest, you chest the tank. You don't want the hose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, so I had this, K, this echo one mp5 k laying around that i never use because i have the full-size elite force mp5 which is awesome nice so i put it up for trade and this guy said hey i got this m4 you want to trade for it i'm like what is it it's a it's a kwa a1 i looked it up 
my the photo wasn't loading that he sent up but the, i looked it up it just had it was just like your it was like a 200 dollar m4 Mm. With the cl- with the clamshell handguard, and I'm like, eh, oh, I hate yeah. I, I hate that handguard. It looks yeah. so dumb. I can't. I put did a too. Handguard. That's what I had yeah. in the military. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> M16A2s. Yeah, yeah. So he, it was that. I'm like, eh, and was, I'll, I'll give it some thought. Then he uh, posted a photo of it. He swapped out the uh, handguard to a keymod handguard, oh, and and painted and put uh, like camo paint on it. I'm like. Are you sure you want to trade this for the? Yeah, I need something different. I got a bunch of M4s. I'm like, okay, hell yeah. So I did it, but it had a feeding issue, like oh. you were saying, and I was going to say that. And then I found out. I, I spoke with my tech because I don't work on on the internals of my guns. Yeah, and it's it was just a bucking. I swapped out the bucking. Oh, nice. I was just looking at my. Uh, I can't really see the little counter. Uh, timer up at the top right on this uh, zoom we're we're three hours three hours dude oh my god i am so sorry i kept you on this long dude i don't i don't go to bed till like one or two i i i don't care what time i go to bed uh i don't care how long these go um i i try to be kind of respectful of people's time like if we start later and i seriously did not i i i mean this is one of the first times (laughs) that i have not even looked at the clock to see like <laughs> oh my god it's been going a while there's yeah. sometimes where you know where i'm running out of questions or somebody's running out of you know um stuff to talk about you know whatever but they don't elaborate on their uh, stories um i'm like you know it'll end <laughs> in an hour 20 minutes no, I can uh, and dude. I I didn't even go into full detail on all these stories. Well, I, I can think of anyway. It's like I, I apologize, so, man, for no, keeping man. you on this long. If, no, I, I'm I'm all right. I don't I don't okay. go to bed till like one or two o'clock in the morning. Oh, good. I, okay. I get well, I get my I got my four or five hours, and I'm good to go. I'm really not uh, trying to. Um, I feel like the you know the conversation has been going very natural. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to kind of force it in whatever way. Oh, like things you that. you've talked about have been very interesting, so it led to another question. So yeah. um, so anyway, um, yeah. So <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I went to take a piss, and I'm like, "There's no way it's that late." What the fuck? <laughs> uh, no way! So it does oh, not feel was, like it. I was uh, definitely I definitely look at the clock like a couple of times. I'm like, eh, I'm still awake. We're good. Oh my god, that's crazy. All, okay. You, man. <laughs> well, I I want to um, so let let's uh, well let's wrap up with uh, yeah. some rapid fire questions because you right. know uh, when I have people on, you know, like yourself, there there's not going to be uh, you know we don't have time to go through all of the stuff yeah. uh, uh, as it as it rolls on, I guess as we talk. Um, so I, I've had people on two and three times and it just, you know, other things come up as we talk. So, oh, yeah. uh, but I do want to do a couple, um, rapid fire questions with you right. that, uh, might be fun, um, to, uh, to kind of end it. Uh, and then we'll go into, uh, where people can find you online and stuff. Sure. So, uh, all right. So you've been playing airsoft for a while. Um, so you probably know, have you played Milsims? Not yet. I was supposed to go earlier this or year. Or have you played uh, night games? I've played one night game. Okay. Uh, 
Well, the, it, it's relevant to some of the rapid fire questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and the other ones I already know because you talked about them. So, uh, nods or no? More fun. I've never tried nods, but I'd like to try both. So I don't know. Okay. Uh, AG or HPA? Whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I have both. I like both. And, and there's inconveniences to both. Gotcha. Charging batteries even and GGBRs, you have to put gas in it. Right. HPAs, you got to fill up your tank. Absolutely. And carry the tank with you. Exactly. Uh, bang, bang rule or no? Hell no. Get <laughs> yes. Shot. Get shot, son. Take exactly. Shut the hell up. You signed uh, a fucking waiver. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a couple kids tried to do that. On, uh, this one guy did that. He goes, bang, 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 bang. I'm just like. <laughs> he goes dude i bang banged you i'm like there's no bang rule here yeah what the fuck does that mean <laughs> uh, I, 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 i'll the only time i ever let uh that rule and it's just such a weird rule but uh the, the only time i ever took it was from a little kid it yeah was about 30 right years old. i'm like normally i would shoot you yeah because that's not a rule here you saw it on the board everybody saw it but just understand somebody not, but might not be nice as nice as I am and just pop you right. Well, let me ask you this about that. Would, uh, would you be okay with, um, instead of somebody coming up saying bang, bang, somebody coming up, you know, the knife kills. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, stealth kill, uh, or tapping you on the head. You know, they're trying to be stealth and they're, mm -hmm. you know, they, they stab you or hit you on the, or put the gun up to the side of your head kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah I'm totally fine with that. Like, yeah. um, I've gotten close to a couple kill, couple melee kills. I don't have a melee on me, but I was just going to put like the barrel of the gun under plate carrier right on yep. the back said, Hey, uh, I got you. Yep. So, uh, don't say anything. Silent kill. Blah blah. Yep. And like the two people I talked that, that I, had that opportunity on david just like oh yeah dude i would have taken that because yeah. I, I took one knife out there and i lost it it already fell out of my <laughs> little plastic six dollar knife i got for i know right those like, things uh, are shit bro they are they are yeah okay. i still got one in my closet yeah yep okay i wish the like the mealy the mealy tap the melee tap with the, the the magazine well of your pistol should be count, count as melee kill as well yeah, for real. Yeah. It's like just a light tap and play carrier or just on a quick little tap on the shoulder. Yep. That's it. But awesome. Screw you and your bang, bang rule. <laughs> Nobody hit. there. There's not been one person so far. So you, you have not broken the streak. Not one person so far has liked or agreed with the bang, bang rule. Everyone <laughs> I've asked has said, fuck that rule. <laughs> <laughs> just take your shot. Just make exactly. sure you shoot that person with a yes. PBR gun. Aim low around the yep. stomach and bat lower and up. aim for the torso, which right. is what you're supposed to shoot anyway. Do not right. shoot them in the face or the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you know, yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> man, listen, bro, it's been, uh, it's been really good talking with you. I mean, yeah, I, I, I really lost track of time. I cannot <laughs> believe it's been this long. I really, <laughs> I mean, I, no kidding. Before you said you had to take a piss, uh, I'm like, 
Uh, my butt's not even hurting. <laughs> uh, like for real, I'm not even like, you know, like moving around or nothing. Like um, I didn't realize uh, that it was that we have gone this long. See the, the, I have my resolution set on my monitors really, lo- uh, really high. So mm-hmm. the numbers are really low, like yeah. on the camera and stuff. <clears throat> and I wear glasses. Um, I just never wear them or I have glasses. <laughs> I just never wear them. So see, now I see it's, it's one twenty-six AM <laughs> in South Carolina. So, uh, I, um, when I got up, I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't feel like I've talked to you that long, but anyway, you've been yeah. really, really good to talk with man. I appreciate it, man. I really yeah. appreciate you you inviting me, dude. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it really has. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody about your channel, man. I'm, I've been oh, so, yeah. I've Look, been slowly man, going I'm not through looking your... for that. I don't, pff, bro. Nobody watches yeah, I, this shit. <laughs> well, I'm I'm forcing people to watch it. I'm I'm yeah. definitely gonna post this one up on a, this one up in a few places. I just hope my parents don't see it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's oh for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good, find man. Out, that's find that's out cool. how many fights I should have gotten suspended for in, high school, <laughs> in my freshman year yeah. in high school. Your parents gonna be like, "You never told us about that. What happened? <laughs> yeah, you don't know where I live. Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you, brother, man. Where can uh, where can people find you online? Okay, on YouTube, you can find Mark the Airsoft Primate. That's written just M A R K T H E the Airsoft Primate. So, and on same thing on Instagram, Mark the Answer, Mark the Airsoft Primate. Yeah, that's so it. So, why did you, why did you pick that name? I was gonna go with Airsoft Monkey. Yeah, or Monkey Soft, but I found a couple channels that already had that. Mm. And and I wanted to go with one of those because my friends, friends in <laughs> sixth grade made fun of me because of my last name, which is Tionko. Yeah. But uh, sometimes like the Filipinos, they pronounce it Chonko. Yeah. So kind of like CH. So in Spanish, there's Chongo with a G instead of a K. So they called me monkey boy. And it sucked for like two months, for like a week or so. Chongo? Yeah. It's monkey boy? Oh. Or, or just monkey. Oh, it, okay. It, it's, it's monkey in Spanish, I think. I, I'm real. I don't know other languages too much. Yeah. I know Ola. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cerveza. Yeah, exactly. The two, <laughs> the two most, and El Baño. Those are the three uh, most important. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they gave me that nickname. They just called me that. Okay. Gotcha. Of course, it's my last name. I was like mad about it for a month. But then. Sure. I just said, you know what? All right, I'm Monkey Boy. That's it. That's yeah. my nickname. And then, because uh, that's, I wanted to name my my uh, channel Monkey Airsoft or Monkey Soft or Airsoft Monkey, but all of those were taken. Gotcha. And most of them only had like one or two videos. But I'm like, I'd still call this copyright infringement. Yeah. As a man who's worked in graphic design and design right. logos. Well, when somebody searches your stuff, you don't want that coming up and exactly. that being confused with whatever your channel yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I was, I was just looking at uh, Joe Rogan's um, uh, the gorilla. Yeah. The primate, the, the primate, um, the primate um, yeah. kettlebells. Right. I was looking at that and I just said, primate. Hey, that's a monkey too. All yeah. right. Let's go primates up. Yeah, screw it. Mark the airs of primate. <laughs> Design and then process and then started working on logo and stuff, which I spent 
two weeks during sketches and then all of a sudden i said i hated everyone because i did like anime <laughs> and like 90s animation style monkeys stuff like yeah. that and then curious said, george okay yeah 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 definitely down that path and then uh, and then it started looking more like curious george and the mailchimp uh mm-hmm. logo guy so i said okay okay i need something different so i just got hammered one night and uh yes that's where all the okay. best ideas come from bro yeah it, sometimes sometimes <laughs> sometimes because then you wake up in a graveyard and i'll tell you about that story oh later. jesus next time <laughs> hell yeah next that'd be time. awesome i'm totally down but uh <laughs> so i i just got hammered opened up illustrator opened the shape tool and 15 minutes later i had my little monkey logo icon Nice. And I found the worst font possible and made that the text around it. And I went with purple. I was going to go with a, and I went with purple because that's my favorite color. I went with yellow because that's not my favorite color, but they just work together. Like the yeah. Los Angeles, like the old original Los Angeles Kings and the LA Lakers jersey. Oh shit. Right. So, and uh, I'm, I'm an LA boy. So of that's course. where that came from. Yep. So that's where it is. That's how it came up. Dude, that's cool. And I Hell like monkeys yeah. and monkeys are awesome. Right. <laughs> Except when they throw shit. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. As long as I'm not. <laughs> that's, that's true. When I go to a zoo, I'm like. Not on the, the yep. Stay back. <laughs> Don't be on receiving end. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you, bro. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me, man. This is yeah. a lot of fun. I'll, I'm totally down to do it again. And I'll send you uh Matt's info for Black okay. Videos and uh, Vanguard Airsoft. If you want to talk to them as well, they're all for sure. They're all great folks. Well, any anything that uh, and this goes for anyone uh, listening or watching that's uh, going to be a guest in the future. If you have sponsors, if you have uh, teammates, if you have anyone you want to promote, uh, send me. You know, when we're done here, or tomorrow or the next day, <laughs> this video will come out in probably a week and a half or so. Uh, send me uh, links to anyone you want me to, you know, link in the uh, description. Okay. And, uh, and I'll gladly do that. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you, Mark. All right. Have a good one. Get some sleep, bro. All right.